dating strip somewhere in Houston, Texas. It's the 400th edition of Houston Wrestling Radio. This is Abel. This is Chris. And... And thank you so much for tuning in, guys. We very much appreciate it. If you are watching us live, awesome. Log into your YouTube account. That way you could live chat along with us here. And I'll see you on my handy dandy smartphone. I'll involve you as best as I can in the show. So feel free to ask questions, fact check, talk shit, just say hi, whatever. If you're not watching us live, that's okay. You can still interact with us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Houston Wrestling Radio. Or just drop a comment down below in the old YouTube. Uh, down below, he comment said. Comment thingy. Giggity, giggity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's up, brother? Let me try some of your canned water. <laughs> Is that some uh, high-quality H2O? Tastes like water. I'm not going to trick you. I know you're straight edge. I'm what like... makes it liquid death? It's just because water. it murders your thirst. Free publicity. Murders your thirst. Yeah. Is it working? <sighs> A little bit. <laughs> you know, I'm always thirsty. Mm-hmm. You little bitch. Hold on, man. Hold on. It's oh, been sh- too many times. <laughs> you would think after 400 times, at least, not counting spinoffs, dark matches, turnbuckle theaters, other bullshit that we try to do to create a network, we would have everything ready by now. However, too many times that we've started the episodes here within the last Where's few Dingy? times. Where's Dingy? So, there's Dingy. There you go. Happy 400, Dingy. You didn't push them hard enough. Lightly. It's been a while. Mm. Is there a re- Why are we recording tonight? We are recording tonight because we are previewing AEW Double or Nothing. And, and so re- in some respects, reviewing AEW from last night last here in night. Houston yeah. as well. So we're previewing a pay-per-view that's happening this Sunday? No. This Saturday? No. No, no. Next Sunday. Next Sunday. Right. Not this Sunday. Next Sunday. Ten days from now. Ten days from now. Not 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 three. Am I going to this? Is that's what what I do. I, I travel. You do. I go to Orlando. I go to Long Beach. I go to Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. 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 Am I going to this? I don't know. Are you? <laughs> you could be. For I, all I know. As far as I know today, no. Really? No. Huh. So who could it be? Well, I mean, I'm going. What? I'm going. Dang. I'm going to Vegas, baby. Yeah, for 20 hour red. So I'm going to see Dynamite on Wednesday, Rampage on Friday, Double or Nothing on uh, Sunday. You lucky duck, quack, quack. Yep. Full circle. Because when we first became friends. Uh Uh-huh. I was telling you guys, dude, WrestleMania 24, Ric Flair's last match. Yeah. And you and David were like, yeah. you know what? Old D-Mill. Never get out of Texas. Yeah? If there's not a Brahms there, I ain't going. <laughs> or Whataburger. And y'all ended up going on two weeks notice. That's true. We did. And now full circle. Back when we were young and didn't have responsibilities. <laughs> or wives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now you're back at it. 
I love yeah. it, man. I'm happy yeah. for you. I'm so well, glad you get to experience. I, I mean, I'm just way overdue for for a vacation. Uh, Let alone a wrestling trip. Yeah, yeah, way, way overdue. I mean, we had tickets for uh, AEW coming to Houston in June of 2020. Mm-hmm. Of course, everything was canceled. So it was postponed. Then it was postponed again because it was supposed to be November of that yeah. year. Then in 2021, it was supposed to be earlier in the year. At that point, we were just like, just give us back our money. So yeah. we got the money back because we we're like, we don't know when this COVID shit's going to end. And a lot of people kept getting rescheduled and they wound up at the Fertitta Center last night. We did not wind up at the Fertitta Center last night, but with our monies that we had, as well as the fact that I had a shit ton of vacation and it's, <laughs> we're way overdue for getting out uh, you know, somewhere, um, we're like, okay, great. Let's use the monies to go to Double or Nothing. And we, we bought tickets, and this was before it was announced that, that this week was going to be Houston. Yeah. So we had already made plans to go to Vegas for Double or Nothing, and it's like, oh, fuck. Now, you know, Dynamite right before is going to be in Houston? Damn. <laughs> but it's all good. I mean, you know, we're going. Awesome. Yeah. I'm happy for you guys, man. I expect a lot Thank of you. pictures. Thank you. As oh. long as y'all are fully clothed, you know, I I'm expect not, pictures. You know I'm not a picture guy. I know. So that you'll probably be in one or two. Probably. Probably. I'm going to forget to take pictures, man. I'm going to be busy soaking it all in, you know? So I was hoping that this episode was going to be all about AEW. Right. Oh, it better be. So that's what I thought. Oh, no. Don't tell me. Because I've had a week. Oh, shit. Monday. Monday. Why? Let's rewind. Today's Thursday. We're recording tonight. Last night, I was at Dynamite with several of our listeners, several of our fans, several of our wrestle friends that follow us. On right, the right. Show. A lot of people were out there. Yeah. The day before, on Tuesday, your boy Travis and I uh-huh. resurrected once again from the depths of despair, Pop Culture Rewind. Oh. And we reviewed uh, Doctor Strange. Hell Multiverse yeah. of Madness, which we'll Fuck talk yeah. about at the end. Yes, yes. Monday night, the uh-huh. night before. Yeah. Me and your other boy, Scott, the oh. Scott from Scott, we sat down and we did a new season, oh. started a new season uh-huh. of uh, On the Red Couch with Max Power. Okay, okay. Where we watched The Crow, City of Angels. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, How was that? Carbon copy of the first one, but not, not as good. Eh. I meant the episode, you idiot. Oh, the episode came out really good. Because <laughs> we also talked about our road trip to St. Louis oh. and Springfield, <laughs> oddly enough, to watch them. <laughs> Oakley Dokley. And you have to watch the Simpsons band in Springfield. Of course. So that's what happened. Yeah. And see, uh, the beer's already kicking in because I got the days reversed. Tuesday, I recorded with Scott. Monday, I recorded with Travis. So we okay. were done around okay. 9.45. Okay. And not one mention up until the moment I, from the moment I knocked on the door and he turned away and disgusted that he saw me again to the moment <laughs> we stopped recording. Not one peep of any of this. Hmm. But randomly, he's like, you know what? For laughs. Let's see what's on the telly. Mm-hmm. And the main event of Monday Night Raw was Asuka versus oh, Becky Lynch. Okay, okay. Number one contender. Yeah, yeah. The winner would wrestle Bianca Belair at Hell in a Cell. Okay. Yeah. And the match was all right, even though the last thought in the back of my mind is, they're giving this shit away for free on Raw? <laughs> really? Yeah, I guess so. Asuka won. She's number one contender. I'm looking forward to the match. We'll talk about that. Maybe we'll do an episode or not. Uh-huh. But then... 
I turn off. I turn the the utilities back on my cell phone. You know, you do airplane mode, so you yeah, yeah, call yeah. or interrupt it and stuff while you're texting. And I turn airplane mode back off, and ting 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 ting. ting, ting. I get the alerts. I get the messages. Uh-huh, uh-huh. First thing that popped in your mind when you found out that Sasha and Naomi bounced deuces, walked out on Raw. Huh. <laughs> that was my first thought. Um, I, I didn't really know what to make of it, to be honest. Um, there was my second thought, because my first thought was, huh. Then I moved on, right? Because, mm-hmm. I, okay, I have to rewind a little bit more. Remember how after WrestleMania, I kind of was like, okay, I'm going to, in earnest... Try make an effort to start watching Raw and WWE and all that. How long and did I, that last? And I did. It lasted about two weeks, maybe three. You didn't Not, even make it to Backlash. No, I didn't make it to Backlash. Um, <laughs> and I... It's not on purpose. It wasn't like the last time where I was like, "Man, flip table, fuck this shit. I'm not watching WWE anymore." It was all right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch. I'm a little interested. I like the stuff with Cody. I, I want to see where he's doing. He cut a few couple of good promos. Cool. And then a Monday came and went, and a Friday came and went, and I just Ooh. forgot. I just forgot about Raw. <laughs> There, I guess there was other stuff to do, other things to watch, other, you know, things to keep me occupied, you know, things to cook, you know, like, I forgot. So I wasn't able to reestablish the the habit, so to speak, you know. Um, so th- this time I'm, I'm disconnected, but not out of angst, okay, but more out of like, I'm out. I don't need to get back in, and if I want to watch it, I'll watch it. If I don't, I don't. If there's something better on, I'll watch fucking Domino Masters. Why not? You know? <laughs> so, yeah. So that's where I am. So, I'm sorry. Fast forward back to my my, my first thought was, huh. huh. My second thought was implanted in my brain by Arnold. Oh, God. Where Arnold said, is this a work? And then I gave it a second glance, and I was like, Oh, this might be a work. Eh, and then I moved on. <laughs> so this is not a work, right? Apparently is not. Is it? Okay. You brought it up. So I'm guessing you are more invested. So what was your first thought, sir? That's not to say that the scales are tipping dramatically one way or the other. If you're like, man. This water is kind of spicy. But- <laughs> It's not round and it's not sharp. It's just spicy. You know how different water has different flavors? This liquid death, it has a little bit of a pica to it, but I don't know where, <laughs> why. I like it. It's refreshing. We'll go with it. But it, it's, it's a little... Yeah. If you get sick between now and the trip, yeah. it's no one's fault but yours. <laughs> the scales of caring. If yours weighs just a little bit, mine's just that much more. Because right. uh, the first one, I think the first thought that popped into my head was, I'm kind of disappointed that right now, for the last couple of months, the interesting stuff happening in WWE is not happening on the television. Oh, okay. It's okay. Jeff Hardy walking out in the middle of a match. 
Mm-hmm. It's Tony Storm after SmackDown going, fuck it, I'm flying back to Australia. It's mm-hmm. fucking the ropes breaking between McIntyre and Bobby Lashley in a house yeah, show. Yeah. And now it's this. Mm-hmm. It's like, man. I, it's, it sucks. It, um, then hearing more about the situation... Um, do you know any of the details whatsoever? So I know that they were supposed to be a part of a, of a main event, which at the time when the news broke, I'm like, oh, they were going to be in the main event. (laughs) What was the match? I don't know what the match was. So I'm like, okay, whatever. And that they were the, the women's tag team champions. I was like, oh, they're the women's tag team champions. Whatever. Nobody gives a shit about the women's tag team titles. So what's the big deal? Oh, uh, they're upset that their tag team championship isn't getting taken seriously. Fair. <laughs> that's a fair point. Yeah, I don't think it ever has been taken seriously. So, okay, cool. If that's what they're pissed off about, good on you. Good. Be pissed off. Get released. Go to AEW or TNA or, or New Japan or somewhere where, where maybe you could get a fresher start and, and be more appreciated. Because that's how I'm feeling nowadays about anybody leaving WWE. If they leave WWE, I'm like, good for them. Hmm. They, ha- they have other opportunities. Because at some point, it's, it was like, oh, you leave WWE. Oh, my God. You're, now now this person's not making money. Oh, that sucks. I, I've cheered for them. I like them so much. And then now they're going to be, you know, off of my telly. I'm not going to see them. And, they're, and they're, damn, this sucks because now a worker isn't working. And you feel bad for them and their family. And this, that. No. You could make money in so many different places in wrestling nowadays. And you could be on my telly in so many different ways that you leave WWE, good for you. <laughs> um, it's kind of funny how she had that uh, um, Broken Skull Sessions with Stone Cold Steve Austin with Sasha. Oh, she did? And Yeah, months ago. Oh. And you would think she would have learned a lesson or asked Steve for advice. On what she feels about booking or however, because Steve has made it made it very clear that his biggest mistake in his career is walking out when he did. Okay. Um. Then stuff starts leaking from the perspective of the camp of the tag team champs. Okay. Where they go to the building, they're told they're told creative. They don't like creative. Um, six pack six pack challenge winners number one contender. Mm-hmm. Uh, Naomi was supposed to win. Okay. She was supposed to pin Sasha. Okay. Her tag team partner. Actually, that could be kind of interesting. Very. Tag team yeah. champs pin each other. One becomes the number one contender. That could yeah. put some tension. That, that that might be interesting. They were promised before WrestleMania, we're going to put you guys together as a tag team, and uh-huh. we're going to we're going to put you in the in some high profile matches in the summer. Uh-huh. And so, as uh, as a tag team, as a tag team. Okay. And the idea came to fruition that Naomi was going to put over. Bianca Belair and Sasha was going to put over Ronda Rousey as a tag team. As tag teams, as a tag well, team, as well, tag team champions, but they were still going to be number one contenders. Well, then why those. even be tag team champions if all you're doing is putting over the singles? <laughs> is that what their contention was, among others? Okay, and then they tried. That's to, fair. They tried. They talked to Vince. Apparently, the the conversation went well, and then producers got upset that Vince made them change it. Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't change it. Okay. And so when it was brought up that things weren't changed, the producers told them, fix your attitudes. And they were getting fed up. 
and they went to Vince and said, you know what? Mm-mm. And so they they left. They laid the tag team belts on the table. They had their suitcases in hand, and they left. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So they were more upset with the producers than what than they were with Vince. Be- then At wh- the end of the day, the ultimate booker is Vince. Okay. So it's either the possibility of he told the writers, the writers got upset, or Vince either forgot or just chose to say, fuck it, I'm going to just do what I want because I'm fucking Vince. Man, that's what I do. Okay. And so at the end of the day, they both walked out. I'm not sure about who to believe on the timeline because apparently Raw opened up with the graphic of the six women. Uh, and, uh, oh, the other tidbit was that um, WWE released a statement, I think right before Raw ended, that Sasha, it's not, that their complaint was they were working with people that were unsafe, even though they've been working okay. with everyone before. Right. You know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Corey on commentary during the main event said something about they walked out. Huh. I'm not sure if Vince fed them that line or fed him that line or if he ch- he said it on his own, but it kind of felt like WWE was kind of controlling the narrative. Eh? <laughs> you know, it's their it's their show, it's their house, it's their ring, it's their it's their programming, it's their yeah. everything. So they're going to be able, to, you know, so that I, I there's still more time for it to get other details or to see where they go or to see what happens okay. next week if that's like a ratings ploy or something or or what. But I mean, the fact that it was. Uh, said on commentary and the fact that like WWE put up the graphic at the beginning of Raw of them on there and the fact that WWE issued the statement before you know the night was even over that makes me think that this might be a work but there's a question I want to pose to you okay the last bit of WWE's uh, answer Mm -hmm. explaining about what happened with the main event Mm mm-hmm they said something around the quotation of this is a scripted live television show and these performers are uh, something about performers are, 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 are supposed to be playing these characters to the extent of what, the, what WWE wants and WWE failed to deliver on their advertised main event. Okay. Does that hurt or help? Or are you indifferent that WWE is kind of like, yeah, this isn't, this isn't sports entertainment anymore. It's basically they. If it felt like reading that quote, that they're just entertainment now, and they happen to do sports because they just out and out said they, these aren't athletes, these aren't superstars, these are entertainers that are hired to play characters on a TV show. That's live. That's a live scripted show. They're a part of the Jericho Appreciation Society. They're <laughs> sports entertainers. Um, if that is everything that WWE said, then either one of two things is going down. Either one, it's a work and this is brilliant. And I've been a proponent of this for a long time on the show where there's multiple layers of kayfabe. There's your regular kayfabe and then there's the insider news kayfabe, which is all but confirmed from like people like JBL and Eric Bischoff saying... Yeah, we would leak stuff to Meltzer that was completely not true so that we could control what Meltzer was saying, you know. Uh, This could be one of those same type of things. We're going to, you know, leak this stuff through our Twitter or Instagram or whatever and say this is what happened backstage. You're not supposed to know, but you know, like, that's – I think that might be that second layer of kayfabe. Hell, there might be three or four layers for all we know. But I, I, this smacks of – 
that first option that this is a work or option number two and, and if it is a work it's brilliant or option number two this is petty af oh my god this is petty and i do not put it past Vince mcmahon to be that level of petty, knee jerk, not thinking it through, just pissed off. Oh, you're gonna, you're gonna leave the titles here in the middle. You Corey Barium, tell them that they walked out. That way, do you know who made yeah, you, you know in this it, business? Yeah, you think you would have got on the Mandalorian yeah. if it wasn't for my stage? Yeah, and, oh, and egg. never got, never got the chance to have somebody in PR calm Vince down to do fucking damage control and all that and Vince just kind of let all this shit fly and uh, it's petty and it's stupid so it's one of the two and both of which seem pretty delicious (laughs) very stupid thinking with the thought in the back of my mind that out of the three, only three female black wrestlers you have on your roster two of them just walked (laughs) Not a good look. Not a good look. No. Not a good look. Option one. Yeah. It's a work. Are you going to watch Raw this Monday? No. Are you going to peek at SmackDown this Friday? Hell no. I'm going to be at Rampage. No, oh, tomorrow. This ra- oh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. This tomorrow. Ra- nah. No. Nah. Nah. Um, uh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it depends what's going on. I get home from work, and then we got to pack this weekend. Da, 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 da. Yeah, maybe we gotta get all our ducks in the row. You know, I might, might not. I don't know. Okay, that's probably all we're gonna talk about WWE. Today. Oh, thank God! <laughs> Did you watch all of Dynamite last night? Yes, sir. First word after it was over. I thought it was good. I'm excited. I, uh, I, I'm. Glad that more pieces of the puzzle are coming together, that more of the card is coming together for Double or Nothing. Um, I was a little disappointed that, oh, Serena Deeb is going to challenge her? Oh, okay. That's been happening, fool. I know, but still, it was like, okay. Okay, if not Serena. Listen, what changed last night was Serena's promo with Dusty, or excuse Dustin. And I thought that was good, and that brought me around. Okay, I really wanted to see Serena Deeb, you know, uh, uh, challenge for the title. I want, I want to see this match again. Um, I really, really like the stuff with Punk. I'm not sure what's going on with uh, Hangman. Is he going tweener? Is he going full heel turn? Is this going to be like um, a title change that we'll get to see? Is this where we're actually going to see Punk get that title? And is it because Tony is like? All right, you had your chance, Hangman. You didn't get over, or as over as he thought he would. CM Punk's definitely going to get over because it felt a little hot shotty three or four weeks ago. Like, when all of a sudden, Punk's like, okay, I'm a challenge for the title. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. What's his record? All right. It's good enough. Yeah. He's fought okay. Darby. He's fought yeah, MJF. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. I get it. I get it. You know. All right. Cool. But I wasn't like expecting it. There was no seeds planted. This wasn't a three year build this was a you know two month build uh, oh okay so is this like tony on the fly saying you know what it's not working with with uh uh hangman let's have a high profile match let's put it on somebody that it will work with punk punk versus hangman oh shit the story has been a little uh, 
of slow, but last night I got excited. I kind of like what was going on. I like the tweener-ish, especially in Houston, Texas. Cowboy shit was kind of like, uh, maybe cowboy shit? Cowboy shit? CM Punk? Uh. Yeah. So it's interesting. Pick something from Monday to dissect. I mean, from last night to dissect. Shit, I just did. You son of a bitch. Fine, we'll start from the beginning. Okay. Samoa Joe's in the ring. Yes. First Joker. Johnny comes out on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I was spoiled by AEW saying it was Johnny Gargano. <laughs> Do you see that? The- AEW on TNT posted something. Yeah, on they, they tweeted like, oh, Johnny uh, Wrestling is here. Like, oh, shit, Gargano. But then when I watched it, it was John Morrison. And I'm like, oh, Johnny oh, Elite. Johnny Elite. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. All right. That was cool. It was cool that I was swerved. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though it may have been inadvertently a spoil swerve. But, okay. Johnny Mundo. Cool. We're saving Johnny Gargano. Nitro. Johnny Nitro. Johnny, Johnny Elite. Impact. Yeah. Johnny jo- Estrella. Johnny Come Lately. I don't know. That's <laughs> um, Taya. Hi. <laughs> Johnny on the spot. Hey. Mm-hmm. G-spot. Hey. Uh, uh, um... I can't say that I'm disappointed that it's not Gargano. Um, but I'm kind of glad that there's a little bit of restraint being shown. Because the biggest criticism that has built this rift between WWE and AEW fans has been the, oh, this is the place where re- a- WWE rejects go. And, oh, AEW's roster is too bloated. And uh, da 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 Johnny Mundo, Nitro... Johnny Impact, Johnny Elite, whatever you want to call him, has been all over the place. So I don't see him as just a former WWE reject. Thank you. You know, so it's like, okay, cool, he's there. Um, and I I don't need him to be a main event guy. If he's going in there and, and doing the job for Samoa Joe, if he's going in there and having a, a feud with fucking, I don't know. Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal or a feud with... um uh, Fucking one of the, the, the dark member people, like 10 or Hungy. Okay, cool. You know, like it, it, he could be solid upper mid card to sometimes main adventure if you need it. Or gatekeeper. Yeah, gatekeeper's yeah. in the main event. I Yeah, yeah, I like but that. But he looks like more of a credible threat, and I, I hate being that guy. But Johnny Gargano, I mean, I don't think he's proven as being a guy that could be in the main event level. Oh, I think you're 100% wrong, man. Okay, NXT. Johnny Gargano. Champion. Where else? Well, it was just there because that's where he really cut his teeth. Before he got there, it was almost a nobody. But I I get it. ECW champion for WWE, regardless of that situation. Yeah. Champion. Impact. Yeah, champion. Lucha Underground. Triple A, champion. Triple uh, A. Oh, and Triple A. He was a champion yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it definitely is. And these aren't like stints. Like he's had. He runs was the guy. And he's had runs. Yeah, and he's. Yeah, yeah. I but don't. I, I don't see that. Like if, if if that match would have happened last night with Gargano against Samoa Joe, I would have been like, Samoa Joe's gonna eat this motherfucker for breakfast. A little bit with Johnny Mundo or Johnny whatever. I would just call it Johnny whatever. Johnny whatever. He looks at least as a threat. 
That's weird because I see that as the opposite direction. Like, I get it that you just named off all those accolades, which is totally 100% valid. But I think the overall stock price, if you will, of Gargano is higher than whatever, right? Hmm. So if it was Gargano, I think more people would thought, oh, Joe has a chance at losing this. When Mundo, whatever, came out, I was like, oh, cool, Joe's going to advance. No, I didn't think no? that at all. Okay, well, this is this is actually good. This is good that we disagree on this because yeah. that means that there's enough difference of opinion even amongst, you know, people that usually have a consensus to yeah. keep it interesting. Yeah. It was still a great match. I thought it was good, the 450. Oh, he whiffed that. Oh, yeah. He was too but far. they called it on commentary. Though. Yeah. I'm glad that they pointed that out. Did that you go back him. and rewatch? I know you were I in I saw some arena. clips on YouTube. Okay. So, yeah, because there was okay. some stuff I wanted to see again. Oh, yeah. He whiffed that on commentary. <laughs> or, or He whiffed it in the ring, and they, they covered him on commentary. Yeah. How about the female Joker? Thumbs up or thumbs down on Maki Ito? Uh, there was definitely not a wow factor. When her music hit, I had no idea who the fuck she was. When her name popped up, I was like, who? And then when she came out, I was like, oh, yeah. uh, eh, okay. And uh, like, I didn't remember that she had a full-fledged gimmick about being a hard head and all that. Like, I remember like her- a former karaoke winner. Yeah. Like the fourth lead singer of baby metal. That's the only part <laughs> that I remember of her gimmick, that she yeah. would come out and sing- and they get her ass whooped. And that's yeah. it. Like the whole, oh, she has a abnormally hard head. And that's why she hits the, the turnbuckle. And that's why she does a diving headbutt. Like, yeah. I didn't remember any of that. Was that even present when she was here before? I don't even yeah. know. But it, it In passing. Was it? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. To your credit, those COVID episodes are all a blur. <laughs> Maybe. Because I mean, this was I did. Before, this, was after, yeah. this was during COVID. Okay. Yeah, she was around for a minute. Um, I mean, I still watch those episodes. I'll, I'll give credit where credit's due. I myself am not the was not the biggest fan of it being Maki. However, I was a fan that it wasn't Taya because of Johnny. Yes. Um, and if I didn't like her when she first came out, if I didn't pop at the gimmick of her singing all awfully, yeah. I don't I don't mind admitting if I was in the minority because that crowd after about three or four minutes were cheering for her like bananas. Now, and, one, and the crowd won me over. That's where my initial uh, uh, feelings of meh kind of washed away too because it seemed as though WWE, or AEW tried to make it a big deal. Like... I'm not sure if I got gaslight lit, <laughs> you know, like, I don't remember her being a big deal, but, like, three minutes into the match, she kind of is a big deal, and I'm like, oh, I must have been wrong, I must be misremembering, I must, you know, not, not be up here right now, okay, yeah, she is a big deal, okay, great. <laughs> she, she, falls, she falls in the Danhausen category. I don't, I don't, to me, I still don't know what the fuck a Danhausen is. To a certain extent, I still don't get what a Danhausen is. But if everyone else is losing their shit for him, I'm not gonna like 
hate them for it. Okay. And that's going to be open the door for me to be like, let me give this guy another chance. Or let, yeah. me, let me broaden my horizons a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So the Maki Ito stuff, because she, she has a presence on Twitter, which is why, every, uh, again, like like a Dan Housen, like a yeah. Hulk, everyone's all over her. Because she's I can super see the charm. She's super cute, but she's super vulgar. Yeah. Which I, after watching her for a bit, uh, a minute, I was like, oh yeah, I do remember that part. Because like when she flipped her off, yeah. I was like, oh, that's part of her gimmick too. Okay, I don't know why it like didn't register all at the same time. Yeah. Like I remember these bits and pieces of her, but I didn't realize it was all the same person. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm racist. <laughs> and I was just like We've your... been here long yeah. enough It probably just rubbed off You're just a product Of what's around Maybe you. that's what it is Yeah MJF and Wardlow <laughs> Um I want to hate this booking I want to hate it Because it is Carbon Sports entertainment It's carbon copy The exact same shit that was with Jericho. The what was it? The phases of Jericho. The trials of Jericho. The, tribula- uh, the labors. The labors of Jericho. It's the exact same thing, but condensed. Oh, yeah. because the pay per is next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's not like five matches. There's right, just yeah. gonna be like two, but still, you gotta. And he win doesn't. This ha- he doesn't have the through. record like Jericho to pull from his history. True, and, and true. Like but over. still, it's the same fucking thing, and I want to be mad about it, but it's just done so well and nobody else is giving a shit enough to where man i can't help but like it and think that well this formula might be mjf's thing mjf is gonna do this to everybody mm-hmm. the same way how undertaker did it to everybody the where same he, way jericho wanted to do stadium stampede again last night and got shot the fuck down right <laughs> you know like like something is gonna be somebody's thing and this might be MJF's thing. If you want to fight me, you got to get through my bosses. I'm going to whip you a little bit. If you I'm gonna, hate me that much. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get under your skin enough so that you do hate me that much so that you make mistakes. And the mistakes are the labors of XYZ. Yeah. You know, and that's going to be his thing. And I'm like, okay, cool. You established that enough. You could play with it later on down the line where you could turn it on its head or like somebody gets the better of him in the tr- uh, uh, labors of so-and-so. So, okay, cool. So when he was getting whipped, Wardlow, I was completely no-selling. I was like, oh, <laughs> here's the twist. Oh, shit. But then, then it didn't. So the twist got twisted back. And I got like kind of double swerved because they're playing with my expectations. That's what they're doing. They're playing with my goddamn expectations. And I like that about AEW. I'm starting from the beginning. Okay, please. From here on out, Wardlow's intro should be what it was last night. That garage door sliding up. And you just see Wardlow surrounded by security, and yeah. he's just strutting to the ring with a purpose. No yeah. fucks given. Yeah. It's just like, he's like, ah, in two weeks, I'm getting mine, so you could, I can take whatever you're going to give me. Yeah, yeah. He, and that's straight, dude. That's, that's the pitch. Okay. Um, would I have done one thing different? One thing. What's that? <sighs> Number nine? Mm-hmm. I would have had MJF break out an American Nightmare weightlifting belt. 
tie that around. Oh, oh. this little $5 belt from fucking Dollar Tree yeah, isn't working. Yeah, Let yeah. me try this belt. Yeah. And he really get the reaction. Oh, of Because uh, didn't he mention in the promo or someone yes. in that promo mentioned I'm running off? I th- Jericho yeah. did. Oh, Jericho did it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. About, yeah. Run, about running everything off. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That would have been bad. That would have been great. That would have been great. But man, I'm I'm not I don't want to be the guy that like Mitch Hedberg. Oh, I don't like apples. Eventually they're going to become a core. <laughs> but the rubber's going to hit the road at some point because Wardlow even now with what he's doing, he is not the flippy dippy indie wrestler that AEW fans have been like have been prone yeah. to get attracted to. Yeah. This is more of a sports and I don't mean this negative way. But it's different. This is not the indie build. This is a sports entertainment build. This yeah. is how people in WWE in the 80s and early 90s yeah. got over, which we liked a lot. Yeah. But at some point, it's going to be, do I, do I want Kenny Omega to win the belt or do I want Wardlow to win the belt? Mm. Wardlow's push is mostly based on storyline, yeah. not on the atypical athletic performance that 85% of the males in the AEW roster deliver. Right. You know, and at some point... We're going to find out if these AEW fans, like us, can go- get behind a Wardlow run. Or will we drop off like this current Hangman run with CM yeah, Punk? Yeah, yeah. I think Hangman's... Again, if you like, you know, try, try to look at this at like stocks. Hangman's was on an upward tra- trajectory. But the slope of it was very... Uh, What's the word? Where it's not a high angle, that, it's a low angle. It's going up, but it's a, it's a slow up. It's tepid. It's a tepid upward trajectory. Okay? It's a bearish rise. Yeah. It's okay. not bullish. Bullish yeah. is yeah. it's going yeah. full full up, full straight up. I think right now with Wardlow, he was here and it's going high, fast, almost vertical, almost yeah. vertical. Yeah. yeah, his stock is rising, 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 rising. Whereas, but if Hangman Hang stays flat. Yeah, and Wardlow drops as fast yeah. as he went down. Even if Hangman smoking is, mirrors yeah. is gone, and yeah. he's yeah. not that guy. And I think that it's to the point where Hangman's has even plateaued. I agree. I, I, I he's not losing popularity, but he's not. If it was a buy, sell, or hold, it right now it's hold mm-hmm. on Hangman. You know, just uh, let's see what happens. Transitioning to Hangman and okay. Punk. Yes. What do you think would be the better outcome for AEW, the weekly television show that has four pay-per-views a year? Do you have CM Punk beat him at double or nothing? Or do you have Hangman lose the belt to anyone else with build on AEW television? I think if he loses the belt to Punk at double or nothing... The following week, they're going to have a ratings bump. And you might get that thing that WWE always likes to try to get at their big pay-per-views and stuff, which is ESPN and the outside media outlets. Yeah, a variety, Rolling Stone, all these fucking, you know, other entities that aren't like fucking Meltzer, you know, talking, you know, Entertainment Tonight, all that shit, you know. Um, now, I don't know if it's going to be all of those, but, like, CM Punk wins the title? 
that might that might grab a little bit of outside eyeballs as far as media goes and then it, like if if you get even one or two of those that's still better than what you're getting now right now you're not getting any ma- mainstream media outlets looking anywhere near AEW that's holding yeah dynamite in general that is definitely hold and if you look at the ratings which i'm not a ratings like oh i'm i'm going to be team, team AEW because of the ratings I'm a wrestling fan. I know I'm a wrestling fan. I know AEW is catering to me and not to all the filthy casuals. I get it. The filthy casuals is what makes your 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 ratings go up, and that's yeah. what WWE is 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 focusing on. And I know it makes some oodles of money. Mm-hmm. I get it. But I'm a wrestling fan. So when I see that their ratings have dipped in the last like six weeks. Okay, big whoop-de-doo. You're not having a million viewers. You're having 800,000 viewers. That's still a lot, and I'm still happy with it. As long as they're making their money, they can reinvest it for production value and have a good show and good wrestlers. I'm happy as a clam and shit. <laughs> Messed up that metaphor. <laughs> I um, see what I should try to make you next time you come over. A cl- Oh my! <laughs> this one's gonna have nuts in it. Oh damn! <laughs> I forgot my point. My point was I don't care about the ratings, but if you did care about the ratings, CM Punk is is the closest chance you get to mainstream media attention. CM Punk will win it. Uh, he's not going on every fucking show. He's not going on USA Today and Good Morning America and blah, 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 and Jimmy Kimmel and all that shit. He's not going on all of them. But if he gets on one, if he's on Colbert, yeah. <laughs> right, that's one more than what you had before. Mm-hmm. So, and you're not doing that with Hangman. I'm sorry. He's had, I, I think he's had a good run. Um, if he wins, they fucking fooled me. Because that's the if other. Hangman th- wins. The other thing that I saw on commentary was the, some of the match between Hangman and uh, Takeshita. That was a good ass match. Uh, I'd say match of the week candidate. Fair. And a lot of that has to do, in hindsight, listening to some of CM Punk on commentary. Yes. Um, when Hangman had uh, Takeshita up for the GTS, and Punk mm-hmm. goes, "I got him exactly where I want him." Yeah. Oh. That is storytelling 101. Brilliant. Yes. That was so brilliant because it was a counter to a counter psychologically. Yeah. Oh, I loved that. Loved it. Um, we talk, I, I blush about Hangman a lot on this show. So this week, I'm going to do something a little bit out of the ordinary. I'm going to blush about somebody else. Oh, please. Give it to me. This is the second time I've seen Takeshita wrestle. He had a damn good match with Jay Lethal on Rampage. And then this match... He he's doing like cruiserweight stuff for like a guy almost like Ibushi's frame, but he is not Ibushi's no, frame. He's not Ibushi's frame. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's not like big Keith Lee, but he's the Japanese wrestler. Big. The best you know? thing about him, after, muscular, after two matches, is he has this aura about him that says, "I fucking matter." Yeah. Whatever that is translated in Japanese, I'll spit it out the next time we record. <laughs> or we'll call the episode that. But he looks like yen. He looks okay. like money. Two matches in, I want more of him. Yeah. Yeah. And same. if this is if this is like a I know he's from DDT, but if this is like a teaser to like if we get some stuff building up to Forbidden Door, which we'll also break down later on, where we get like shooter Umino or we get some of the young lions. 
from the dojo building up on Dynamite or on Rampage on television to give them some time against mm-hmm. seasoned talent like Hangman, like fucking Danielson, like Moxley uh, on television. That would do a lot of good because so far I am digging this yeah. uh, cross-promotion. or mm-hmm. I forget what it was called back in the day where, um, where like fucking um, – where Onita went to Amarillo to train under under Terry Funk for a bit. They, apprenticeship. Uh, apprenticeship in pro wrestling. That's what yeah. – yeah. That right now with mm-hmm. DDT, with NJPW's young guys, yeah. whether they're from Japan or here from the dojo, I want more of this. Okay. I, I'm liking this a lot. I mean I think it is a good foreshadowing for what we're going to see at Forbidden Door. Mm-hmm. Like we got to get past Double or Nothing first, which – not to take away anything from Double or Nothing, like it's not something you just get past, but it's one of their established big it's their deal big pay-per-views. Four. Yeah, it's, 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 this is the first official AEW show. Yeah, this is a, this is a three-year anniversary. I mean, it, I I could see that they have a big four. I don't know which one is the biggest of the four, and I don't think we need to. Um, but as a wrestling fan that has followed different promotions, there's always going to be that that sense of well this is the wrestlemania of so-and-so bound for glory is a wrestlemania for tna yeah. you know uh supercard of honor is a wrestlemania for roh you know? <laughs> wrestlemania weekend yeah you know like <laughs> oh well what's the wrestlemania for AEW? i don't know if it's all in all out double or nothing i don't know but i think it's one of those three now you said big well four. all in was it's only been one time and that okay. wasn't with the aw umbrella that was the beta test Mm-hmm. But that's why uh, most fans consider All Out as the show of the year because that spurned that off that weekend. Yeah, spurned from All In. Okay, S- especially if and I'm cap my fingers crossed for this because they haven't announced it yet. If AEW wants to really see how how far they can go, I've, I've said this several times, and I was at All In mm-hmm. the first weekend of September in Chicago. The weather is beautiful. All out at Soldier Field in yeah. Chicago, where the where the Bears play. Yeah, they could sell out. They could sell fifty grand. Yeah, that if all if all if all in was the test to see on a whim if they can prove one person wrong, which was mm-hmm. Dave Meltzer. Right, they shut his ass up. Yeah, if they can do this, they're literally walking up to Vince McMahon and going <laughs> because WWE had two nights of WrestleMania. Right. In the, in a dome, they had the Royal Rumble in a dome. They're having Money in the Bank in Vegas in July in a dome. They're having uh, no in June, and then they're having SummerSlam in Nashville, another dome. Mm-hmm. And then in September, they're having a show overseas in Wales again in a dome. Right? WWE is starting to set the benchmark of where how high is too how high is higher. Yeah, and so if AW can at least like almost like punching Thanos just to get a cut of blood, yeah. that's still a big deal because it's fucking Thanos and he's got the gauntlet. Yeah. So if you could sell out Soldier Field in Chicago, fifty grand for AW with guys like CM Punk and Brian Danielson and Hangman and Kenny Omega, you're doing something. Yeah. You're still and you're, yeah. possibly you know guys like Wardlow and Guevara and you know Darby Allen. Mm-hmm. Jungle Boy, you know, uh, yeah. like MJF, like MJF. You start building these people, 
They're going to be on the you same have level. The, you have the guys like Punk and Danielson and Sting and John Moxley yeah. for the for the hardcores to have, but then you also have the younger crop for the next generation, especially seeing the kids out there half painted like Darby or someone with the jean jacket and the, and the pants like, like orange, Cassidy, yeah. you know. So, fuck. There's so much that happened on fucking last night. <laughs> O'Reilly and. Uh, Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, I thought it was very good. Um, Matt match. Um, O'Reilly wanted to start out sitting down and then like inviting him in. Um, I, I enjoyed the clash of styles and how quick and fast paced it was, but it didn't feel like it was overly flippy dippy, which is something that can happen when you have a death triangle and the Lucha Bros. It can be overly flippy dippy, Mm -hmm. but I like flippy dippy, but that's not what this match was. Uh, because he was, uh, O'Reilly was literally trying to ground him, mm-hmm. which was interesting. Smart uh, technique. Smart. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was match of the night. No. Uh, I think that you guys <laughs> were a little gassed. A little bit. Uh, there, so, yeah. There were two moments in, in, the, in the show last night where we were either gassed or unfulfilled. Okay. We were pretty tired during O'Reilly and uh, Phoenix. It was a great match. Um but there were some down spots in between. Um, There's a lot of people online talking shit about us for wanting William Regal during his promo. Yeah, come on. The only defense I can give it, Jericho torched Regal on commentary. Because Jericho's delivery is a lot louder, is a lot brasher. So when William Regal just did his typical William Regal British accent, low yeah. monotone, trying to slide in punchlines yeah. or innuendo, he got knocked out. If this was Eighth Mile, <laughs> he was fucking. Uh, his real name is Clarence. He got killed mm-hmm. by Chris Jericho. And at some point, when that segment's going too long, that when the lights are out, you're getting rushed out by production because the next match is about to happen. Yeah, yeah, it, it fell flat. Some okay. of that fell flat. Okay. Yeah. But for the most part, when I was going through the clips that were available so far on YouTube, I was proud. We were loud as fuck. Y'all were. For Tita's a very small spot. It, there's not a bad seat in that in For Tita Center is fucking beautiful, man. I and love it. Yeah. It is. It, it's like a newer, smaller Toyota uh, Center. Toyota Center. Yeah. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. I, I've only been twice. Four? Uh, once for... Once for a Cougars game. That's on my list. I need to go to Cougars. I don't remember what the... Maybe it's only once. Maybe I only went for the Cougars. I swear there was a time that I went with you and Scott for something. No, what I'm confusing is when we went to see the uh, the the Roughnecks. Me, you, and Scott oh, saw the yeah. Roughnecks. Yeah, yeah I, I was confusing one, that for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was at... TDECU. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, no, no. But no, the one time I saw a Cougars game. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is my second time. Both yeah. dynamites. Yeah, um, it's a nice spot. Not a bad place. Yeah. Uh, Adam Cole and Jeff Hardy. Um, I, I I also thought that that one was good. By that time, I was gassed sitting at home. It was um, eight fifty before that match started, so yeah, they ran over. They did there were a run couple over. things that ran over. I mean, they had to say on commentary. I think it was Shivani. Like, oh, we're gonna stick with this match until it's, it's over. Until it's over. Like, okay. Uh, old WCW. Yeah, and it's like, well, you're about two minutes away from it being over, so yeah, you better. <laughs> uh, so, 
Um, yeah, it, it, it was good. It was solid. Um, I fucking called <laughs> the, the Hardys getting eliminated. Uh, or, well, Jeff getting eliminated. That way we could set up Bucks versus Hardys. So I fully expect next week at either Rampage or Dynamite to that be solidified on the card for double or nothing. Bucks versus Hardys. Hmm. I I call the Jeff Hardy finish mostly the last week because um, after Hardy getting that whooping in that match by Darby Allen, oh, that crazy yeah. ass match, yeah, he was beat to shit. So that would be a very protected loss. Oh yes, yes, so definitely. So um, so it happened the way I thought it would happen. Yeah. Um, but before double or nothing. We still have Dynamite and Rampage that you will also be at. Yes, I will. So let's run through some stuff. Before that, it's been a couple of weeks. Off the top of your head, anything that's match of the week worthy? We just said one. I forgot what. Hangman oh, and Joe. Takeshka? Oh, Joe and Mundo? Was it? No, I think it was Hangman and Takeshka. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was it. Uh, so, yeah, that... Um, I'm trying to think of what happened last week on AEW. The ladder match with Jeff and Darby. Oh, yes, yes, because we didn't get a chance to talk about that no, here because, you know, we haven't recorded since then. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was a fucking crazy match for free TV for a tournament first round. Like, oh, my God, that was insane. And I think that was Darby's love letter to the Darby's, Hardys. Yeah. Um, and he was like, look, I'm getting this opportunity to fight you. If I die tomorrow, I'm going to die happy I'm going to die happy. I don't yeah. care that it's for nothing. Well, not for nothing. It's for a it's first for round. But yeah. it's for him. For, it's so much more. For, for him, like, that was that was hit. That was the moment of John Moxley laying in the middle of the ring where, where Jake the Snake Roberts put the snake on there. And yeah. he can't help but just start cheesing what he's supposed to be laying there dead. Yeah. He's like, oh, my God, this is awesome. That's what was happening with Darby there. So Darby went all out. Jeff gave it all to him. Let the kid have it, have his day. I, I think it was beautiful the and way the, that worked the, out. The context underneath that very few people missed was Darby's promo. It was like, fuck the rules. Let's just go all out. Let's give the fans what they want. Yeah. For Jeff to beat him with a wrestling move. <laughs> with the fucking roll-up. Not some hardcore shit. Not a swan yeah. ton off the Empire State Building. A it fucking roll-up. It was Got him. Poetic. Yes, yeah. very. It was beautiful. Very. Yeah. Uh, so I will see your crazy-ass car crash. Okay. And I will match you technical. Technicality. Okay. Round one, Dax versus Cash. FTR. That was good. That was... Oh. That was good. I did not... There was one of the few times that I felt like an AEW filthy hardcore, and I wanted that match to keep going. Yeah. There could have been so much more. Um, let's see. Dante Martin against Phoenix from Dynamite a couple weeks ago. Yeah. That was also on my list. One more. Mm -hmm. You weren't there. Okay. Actually, two more, but one you weren't there last night. Okay. So there's a lot of downtime in between the matches, especially during Dynamite when we're live. There's commercial breaks and shit. So Justin Roberts is out there all night. Talking to the fans, trying to ask us questions, getting us to cheer, all this other stuff. Yeah. He makes it known that the ring guy, the, the bell guy. Ding, ding. Bob. Yeah. Uh-huh. Bob's from Houston. Oh! 
So all night during in between the breaks, we're all chanting for Bob. <laughs> Is that what everybody was talking about, Bob? Like I didn't know if that was yes. a WWE thing, an AEW no. thing, something that was just pop culture. Bob. I just kept seeing on my feed stuff about Bob, and I'm like, I don't get it, Bob. Okay, all right. Little did we know, Bob's son also works on the ring crew. So they're both there. Oh. And somewhere in between Rampage, (laughs) Match of the Week candidate, Bob versus Bob Jr. Three out of five, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. In the (laughs) ring. I shit you not. This happened in the ring. Really? Junior got the first one, and the crowd shat all over him (laughs) until Justin's like, don't worry, play it. This is best two out of three. Old man came back and won the other two. The crowd was chanting, holy shit, through the whole thing. After Bob won, the crowd chanted, you deserve it. It was... you. If you would have just heard the reactions, you would have thought yeah. it was a fucking PWG match. Oh, my God. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot, live in the ring in front of an audience. Oh, my God. Medlin, Robert, what's up, man? Thank you for joining us. He says, Bob is more <laughs> over than half of the roster. Agreed. Wow, that's cool. To their detriment, mm-hmm. because a match taped on Rampage uh-huh. was the last of the quarterfinal matches between Chris Statlander and Red Velvet, uh-huh. and they lost us to the point that the fans were chanting for Bob. <laughs> oh, come on now. All they right, wanted Bob. Right. Yeah. Um, this will make Hector happy. I want to pick his brain, but of course, a couple of weeks ago, New Japan had an actual pay-per-view, mm-hmm. um, because I tried finding it on the, on, on the New Japan app and New Japan wanted to charge me some yen for it. Okay. After I already applied for their subscription, they're already oh. getting 880 out of my, out of my account. Now they wanted more for me to watch Capital Collisions. So of course... Mm-hmm. I prayed to the internet gods and I found a place where I can watch it. Ah. Tomohiro Ishii mm-hmm. and Eddie Kingston mm-hmm, mm-hmm. tore the fucking house down. Really? Imagine Samoa Joe versus Kenta Kobashi. Okay. That's what that shit was. A lot of this. <laughs> a lot of Kingston going, fuck my arm. Yeah. <laughs> Like, really selling yeah. the fact that he's in a fucking war with Ishii. Okay. And Ishii pulled one out. Um, match of the week candidate. Any further discussion about that match? I'm kind of hesitant about because we haven't me specifically, but all of us collectively, other than Hector, we haven't really been consistent in watching New Japan stuff no, that's happened this not. year. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't want to have those rose tinted glasses and be like that shit's on our match of the year when that's the only match from New Japan I've seen so far okay. without anything to compare it to. Yeah. So I asked Hector if he can narrow his picks for what he would consider match of the year to either three or two. And he because said, I asked maybe because I asked I was like, dude, you saw the show, and he's like, yeah. And I was told him. Ishii and Kingston. And he already knows when I when we throw stuff like that out, yeah. we know why. Yeah, yeah. And he couldn't put his finger on it yet. Okay. So this is going to be something that we'll have to come back to. Okay. Uh, maybe like we've done once or twice before, maybe me and Hector will have to go to his place and do a Japan-specific stuff. It's been a while maybe since preview, we've been to Hector's. Maybe preview Climax because we're yeah. having Climax back in August, in July and August again. I mean – And if, hopefully – Yeah. 
if if anything, because right now they're doing the Super Juniors. They're going to yeah. do the Super Juniors tournament, and Ace Austin from Impact is in there. Okay. Wheeler Yuta, who uh, is a young lion from New Japan, but he's primarily getting his pop from AEW. Yeah. So if that's a sign of things to come, if we've got some AEW or some Impact folk actually fighting in this fucking G1, and Kushida, who recently left from WWE, mm-hmm. he doesn't want to be in the – he wants to be in the heavyweight division. That's why right. he's not in the Super Juniors now. We might have to do something special for that get together and, and break down some stuff and see how many times we can get you erect. I mean, if as long as we could actually pin down fucking Hector, because Hector, he's been so busy this year. He keeps going out. Well, he had enough time to be a dynamite last night. Yeah, you bitch. but not any time to be here. <laughs> Fucking I bitch. got beer from six different states with his mofo, and I have to drink them all. Oh, the horror. <laughs> he even got beer can looking water for me. <laughs> Man. Wednesday, Wednesday and Friday. Yes. We're going to just lump this up into one quick Please. little package. Yes, let's do it. There was a backstage promo that was teased during Dynamite. Okay. Give me an anticipation level for FTR against Rocky Romero and Trent Beretta collectively. Rapungi Vice. Rapungi Vice. Uh, six. Um, just on word of mouth. Yeah, I mean, I know Rapungi Vice is cool. FTR is cool. Um, there's no ROH tag titles on the line. Oh, is there? They challenged for they they threw up the challenge to FTR for Wait, the ROH titles. So FTRs are, are the. Okay, yeah. Still I mean, six. I, I'm pretty sure FTR is just going to keep the titles because yeah. this is like a nothing feud. Like something to just throw onto the card. Yeah. So six. And I got FTR retaining. Seven. FTR okay. retaining. Okay. Uh, spoiler alert. I'll save you some time. Statlander beat Velvet. So Spoiler alert. We've Shit. got Ruby Soho against Chris Statlander. Semifinals for mm-hmm. the Owen Hart Foundation. Okay. Number seven. Um, that's mostly for the tournament, but I'm pretty sure uh, uh, Soho's gonna win that one, uh, especially since Statlander was kind of like a last minute addition. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Ruby's winning that seven. And as much as I want Statlander to win. They've been AEW has been consistent on continuing to put Britt Baker and or group and with so Ruby Soho with her friends on AEW television to push this idea that we're gonna get Britt Baker and Ruby Soho in the finals. Okay. So I want I would be interested to see a Statlander win. Okay. But it wouldn't shock me if we do get a, a Soho win because of what I've been seeing on television. Okay. Which leads to the other half. Yes. I've got Britt Baker beating Tony Storm, but I'm at an eight for that match because this is going to test Britt Baker's actual skill. Storm's a good yeah. wrestler. She's yep, underrated yep, yep. because you didn't get a lot of that on the little glimpses in the main roster, but mm-hmm. in NXT UK... She was dropping bombs in NXT UK. Yeah. You, I don't think she even showed half of that level when she showed up on NXT US for a couple mm-hmm. cups of coffee. Mm-hmm. So I've got Britt Baker really testing her mettle against... I absolutely oh. adore Britt Baker. Um, D-M-D. Um, and Tony Storm. 
I really, really like her too. I like both of those girls more than I like the girls on the other side of the aisle. Agreed. Which, which says a lot because I was really high on Statlander at one point. Do you like her new makeover? No. I wish she would go back to being a little bit quirky. Boop. Alien chick. Like... I, I, I wish she would go back to that. Now that she's trying to be more serious without a heel turn, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, would but, it make more sense if she won the tournament? No. Okay. Um, so I, I, I like this match a little bit more. And I don't really know who's going to win. I know that you're saying that it's going to be Brit, and it makes sense with Brit versus Ruby since I have Ruby on the other side because of all the teasing and stuff. But... You know, Tony likes to play with his new toys a lot. And, I mean, Tony Khan. Mm -hmm. Tony Khan likes to play with his new toys. And one of his new toys is Tony Storm. So, I can see Tony Storm just sliding in the cut and just winning. Because I don't think Britt Baker needs a title. She doesn't need a tournament win. She's Britt Baker. She's the most established woman on that AEW roster. Mm -hmm. Um, And I agree with what you're saying that this is really going to test Britt Baker's wrestling chops. For as over as she is and as beloved as she is, she still has a little bit to prove in ring-wise. And Tony, uh, she's a little bit higher on that ladder as far as in-ring work goes. So I think Tony can elevate her. I think it's going to be a good match. All that shit that I just said, Britt's winning. Uh, I, I kind of want it to be Tony. I hope it's Tony. I would be pleasantly surprised if it is. If Tony wins, Tony's winning the tournament. Huh. This is, this is the West Coast of the NBA Finals over here. Okay? <laughs> Statlander and, and, and Whoever's Solo, winning from the West is mopping the is, floor with the East. Exactly. Got you. Yes. Yes. Got you. Yeah. So you're looking at Dallas like they might actually put up a front this year with Luka Doncic. Oh, but, but Dallas is definitely not getting past the uh, the Warriors. So, yeah, yeah. It's going to be the Warriors yes, You only got one Luka. Yeah. Warriors have like yeah. eight of the same people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still kind of bummed that Antetokounmpo didn't repeat, but yeah. you're only one guy. Yeah, well. Premonition. Yes. How would you feel about... Uh, Tony Storm against Chris Statlander if that was the final? I would be very pleasantly surprised. Um, I would say Tony's definitely winning. Tony's beaten Statlander. I think Statlander has the least probability, since we're going to be in Vegas, the Vegas (laughs) odds for Tony... Are are not in her favor. For for Statlander. Statlander is the furthest long shot. Mm -hmm. So I think it's Statlander, Ruby, Tony, Britt. Yeah, in that order from yeah. bottom to top. Yeah. Okay, Tony Storm and Ruby Soho. That'd be a cool little match. I don't think that any combination that you're going to throw at me, I'm going to be disappointed with as far as a match goes. Okay. Saves us a lot of time. That does yeah. save us a lot of time. <laughs> so, anticipation level. For the finals. For the finals. Did I say what my, my anticipation level was for, for uh, Britt versus Tony? No. Uh, you said eight? Yeah, I said eight. I'll agree. Eight. Okay. Finals. You're calling Britt Baker versus I'm, Ruby Soho. I'm What's calling, your match? I'm calling the Western Conference rating? Championship. Yeah. Uh, eight. I want to be at a nine. But I feel like it's a little bit too predictable. And while I love the idea of the Bret Hart, or excuse me, Owen Hart tournament and going to the Owen Hart Foundation and this and that, at the end of the day... It's for nothing. 
until this is established that this is a big fucking deal, I'm going to think that this is the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Something that's nice to be named after someone. Mm-hmm. A legend. You know? But if they, like, have the trophy and on Dynamite two weeks from now, somebody just trashes the trophy and three months from now we forget about the that there was even an Owen Hart tournament, mm-hmm. then, no, fuck that. This is, this is going to be terrible. Now... I only say that because I am a, an abused wrestling fan. <laughs> the abused, traumatized wrestling fan is afraid of trusting new things because of the trauma that I've had previously. The trauma of King of the Rings. The trauma of battle royals that mean nothing. That that Those kind of mm-hmm. tournaments and accolades that don't mean shit if it's not an actual World Heavyweight Championship belt. Okay? Now, we'll see how AEW does it, but I'm leery. You give me a number for the finals. Whoever's in the girls' side, I'm I'm, I'm going with your pick too. Uh, Ruby and uh, Ruby and Baker. It's an established match. There's been story, and for the most part, that story never really let up. There's, yeah. there's still been a consistent heat. Um, I'm at a nine. On the caveat okay. that someone with authority or even if Brit's lying, they come to an agreement that, okay, this is for the Owen Hart tournament. I'm leaving fucking uh, Jamie Hayter in my locker room. I'm leaving whoever Ruby Soho's buddy is. Anna Jay, is it Anna Jay or somebody? Uh, we're all staying uh, in the yeah. locker room and it's just going to be you and me for the Hart tournament. If it's woman on woman, no bullshit. And even if Brit wins or Brit loses... It's because of straight up Owen Hardism. Nine. Cool. Um, you you may you mentioned it earlier. I don't even think Brit Brit needs a win. I mean, if this is homecoming prom king and queen, I don't know how far, we'll we'll talk about in a minute how far we think Adam Cole's going to go. Yeah. But Cole and Baker in the finals already would be nice. Something to hang your hat on. Yeah. Power couple of AEW maybe, but. If Britt needs a title shot, snap her fingers. One promo in front of an audience hot enough for her, she can get any title shot she wants. Yeah. Even if two, even if a week from now, AEW is like, hey, congratulations on being the Owen Cup champion. You, Britt Baker, get to pick. You get a title shot. You pick who your opponent is. You want Thunder or do you want um, that bitch show? Mm-hmm. And then we go somewhere with it. I don't think I don't think she needs it though. I've got Soho winning. She's okay. been floundering for the most part since she her has. debut and her, right, she has. her, her, her initial run which, with Baker. Which they've tried to – I don't know if I'm getting ahead of myself here. I, I think they, they – AEW is flexible and quick enough that they can hear the grumblings of the fans and then correct course, which is exactly what they did with Scorpio Sky. Yeah. Scorpio Sky hasn't wrestled in a year. Oh, look, it's just fucking... Uh, nah, nah. This guy... Nah, 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 nah. He's stuck behind the, the mouthpiece and he's in a tag team that's going nowhere. Nah, nah. And then won the TNA cha- or TNA, TNT Championship. Oh, well, why are you putting it on him? He's not, And then, like... None no, of his matches were on television. Yeah. His, 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 and he's yeah. actually getting kind of a push and they're trying to steer that ship. Now, he's not, like, to the fucking moon right now. Right, but they're really trying to move that back into the right direction with them. For um, yeah, I, I think that they listened 
to what the grumblings in the community is, and they're like, oh shit, they got a point. Yeah, let's let's. And I think that might be what they're gonna do with Ruby. Ruby's been floundering. A lot of people are like, oh, what the fuck happened to Ruby? Ruby released this shirt based off of that fucking inside joke about how she doesn't like Bucky's and this and that. Like, cool. Oh yeah, Tony Khan. Oh, I forgot about fucking Ruby. Damn. Feel like a piece of shit now. You know what? Let's have her win the tournament. Yeah, that could totally happen. Mm-hmm. Kyle O'Reilly versus Samoa Joe, semifinal match for the men's side of the Owen Hart tournament. Nine. What's keeping you? I know who's winning. Who is it? Kylo. You sure about that? Guarantee. This match has happened once before on Ring of Honor uh, pay per view. Um, what I liked was very good. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to see it again. Mm-hmm. I'm at a nine. What's keeping you? Is that this isn't the finals? Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I also have a premonition of who I think is winning this. And who's that? After last night, uh huh. Small Joe. Oh, because if you're going off of your premonition, yeah, of your premonition mm-hmm. that the Hardys are going to wrestle the Bucks, yeah, because of what they've been doing on television the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks, mm-hmm. what happened last night? Well, you had all of the the elite boys out there. Who did O'Reilly take out with a steel chair to the ankle? He took out Sting. Okay, who is not on the card yet so far right, for right, AEW? Right. Sting and Darby. Mm-hmm. Which would lead me to believe Red Dragon against Sting and Darby Allen, double or nothing. No. No. When, and, you, break, and, 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 when you break somebody's ankle and, like that, that's a long and, term. You know, that's not a one week. Oh, so how long did it take for Eddie Kingston's burns to heal on his face? Oh, yeah, we, had, we didn't see him for at least two or three. Two. Nah. <laughs> but and he still hasn't icon. wrestled. It's the icon. He still hasn't he, wrestled. The icon has no soul ah. chair shot. Yeah. You're full of shit. But now here's the other okay. thing. All right, let's go by your go thing. On, if, you, if you think O'Reilly's winning are the joke. Are you going to put words in my mouth, you son of a bitch? Yeah, I'm about to because oh. I know how you like things in your mouth. Oh. I fed you pizza. I know what your girls feed you. Oh. So depending on what Boots Arnold's in, I see what he feeds you. Oh. So oh, do you really, in this current storyline that you're doing with the Undisputed Elite, mm-hmm. do you want Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole as your finals in the pay-per-view at Double or Nothing. 100%. No. The dissension but, is between Undisputed Era yeah. and the Bucks. Yep. Not Undisputed nope. Era within. I feel you. I don't think that's going to happen. But if you, you do, defend I yourself you. to, the, to the listeners in our audience. You forgot one side of the equation. What? Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. He's got his own problems. Samoa Joe does have his own problems. His own problems have nothing to do with this tournament. His own problems have to do with that that little pipsqueak and the other pipsqueak and the big tall motherfucker. Young Kali. Yeah, young Expected Kali. on NBC next season. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's got a problem with the ROH crew. The, the, the Dishonored No More or whatever the fuck they are. You know? He's got a problem with them. I bet you that there's going to be some sort of shenanigans. They're going to interfere. They're going to cost Joe that, that uh, opportunity. That's how you're going to get Kylo. Uh, uh, moving on to the, the finals and it's a protected loss for Joe and Joe is going to go on and do the stuff with the ROH guys and all that so that's where that's going so yeah Kylo finals 
That's what's going to happen. There. I've got Joe in the finals. I got Kylo in the finals. You, there's still, especially if they're setting them scenes, there's plenty of legs left in that storyline for yeah. the payoff to start coming. Okay. So, if anything, I see the ROH boys trying to cost Samoa Joe, but we've already had a babyface lose a match in the tournament because of actions from other people. Mm-hmm. So, I've got Joe making it to the finals and then gets fucked in the finals. Okay. That's how it, that's when it happens. So, okay, we, we, we are skipping too far ahead. We keep talking about th- this match and how it has implications in the finals. But we're not talking about the Eastern Conference. Or Eastern, Eastern Conference, Conference already done. You know what? This isn't even fucking basketball. This is something else altogether. This is MLB. This is Premier League? No, this is MLB <laughs> where it's like been the NHL or NHL. The NRA. No, what are they called? What the- it's been the national team and the American team. American back and League. forth, back and forth. Yeah, National League and American League. Back and forth, back and forth. That's what's going on here. Is it going to be the Strohs or the Yankees or the Dodgers or the fucking Nationals? Who? Who? It just keeps going back and forth year after year. That's what this is. So let's look at the other side. Let's look at the National League. Cole's already in the finals. Oh, yeah? Yes. Why? He beat Jeff Hardy last night. Oh, that's right. That was a semifinal. Yeah. Cole's in the finals, Daddy. Oh. Adam Cole. Baby, you're right. So, I have like bracket fucked up in my head. So you okay. are gonna give us a number and sell the audience on why you think Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly are gonna be in the finals of the men's bracket of the Owen Hart tournament. While I go refresh and get you another one. I am at. Oh, I don't need another one. I'm I'm like halfway through this one and I need a pee. So I am at a ten. Bullshit. Ten. Bullshit. 10 for Kylo versus uh, Cole. Because I think what we're going to get is what we done got with FTR versus FTR. We're going to have a banger, a beautiful, beautiful match. You sure about that? Yes. You know what audience this is This is directed towards. Yeah, I know. You know this audience, still, re- you know this audience yeah. still remembers the bloodbath. I remember. The rivalry before they both left yeah. NXT. Yep. Yeah. So but now they, they're going to be... They've, ki- they've kissed and made up. They've kissed and made up. Duh. You think so? They're really? on the same team. It's going to be very, very respectful. It's going to be what we saw between the FTR boys. Until... Oh, shit. Until you have the Bucks stir in the pot the bucks are gonna try to either in this match or later on down the line implode undisputed no 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 no. well that's yes they're gonna try to implode undisputed like oh let's say kylo wins yeah you might think you're the leader cole but you didn't win remember that Hey, you remember you lost to this guy? Oh. You remember? And they're <laughs> like going to they're going to poke. They're going to twist. It's not going to be a big out of the blue. Oh, you know what? Fuck you. No, fuck you. And then at the tournament at the end of the day, that's how the uh undisputed elite just, you know, falls apart. No, 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 no. They're going to have a nice respectful match. There might be little slivers here or there of like, "Hey, what the fuck?" Or like like Cole tries to cheat. Mm-hmm. Right? But Fish is out there like, "Hey, hold on, player." Oh. You know, something, but something little, not big, little. But then it grows to something bigger. And that 
is how the Bucks are going to try to drive a wedge. They're going to overcome, and then Undisputed Elite will part ways with the uh, the Bucks. Somehow Kenny Omega will get involved. He'll have to choose sides. Very much like the same storyline that Kenny Omega had in New Japan, where he had to decide between the Bucks and Ibushi. So it, it's, we're going to have a few repeats, a few come in full circle kind of thing. Gotcha. That's what's going to happen. Right. And I don't know who's going to win. I would suspect that the the seed would be better planted if Kyle O'Reilly. wins. I agree. Yeah. If that's the match, I agree. You give it to O'Reilly. Yeah. So I am putting my money on black. You're putting it on Joe. On and Joe Cole. versus Cole. What's your anticipation level for that, sir? Ten. I don't Why? know if we. I don't know if I've ever seen O'Reilly, uh, Cole and Joe one on one. I don't think that's ever happened in either Ring of Honor or NXT. It had to have happened in Ring of Honor at some uh, point. No? I, no, Joe was kind of already established and out of there by the he time. He was already in TNA by the yeah, time. Yeah, he all was. That and, and, it this didn't is, happen and this in is the match where Joe gets screwed right. out. This is the match where Joe gets screwed out by um, by the Lethal Injection group. Okay. And Cole, I'm, I've got Cole winning it, even though I would like. I want the fan in me wants to see Joe win, but because you're a Jomo section, yeah, because I, I like drinking the Samosa Joes and um, <laughs> drink it in, man. But, <laughs> but to further story, Adam Cole wins it, Samoa Joe in a losing effort, still the ROH champion. Mm. You can even run that back later on, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and and keep the keep the fire burning with the Satnam Singh stuff. Hopefully, there's some kind of payoff with Satnam. Um, on the business level, if I had my tie and bank name badge on, I could see from a personal level how you want to get one of your biggest audiences in India by having this young guy who's in better shape, who's presumably more agile than any of the big men that, or any of the big guys for, um, yeah. representing India because he used to play for the Mavericks and because he's in good shape. Wait, he played for the Mavericks? Yes. I thought he played baseball. No. He played basketball? Veer Mahan is one of the pitchers from Million Veer Dollar Dream. Veer was the baseball player. Okay. Yeah. Veer Wait. is the baseball player from Million okay. Dollar Arm. So this guy played basketball? Yes. On the Dallas Mavericks? Yes. Oh, okay. For like a season and a half or two seasons, and then okay. they just cut him. Oh. Yeah. I'm glad you paid attention, though. Veer is yeah. one of the Million Dollar Arm kids. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I'm racist. Apparently. Not to mention, he buffed up. Like if you see pictures of they, so the Disney movie Million Dollar Arm, yeah, yeah, um, they show home video of the of both of the actual India pictures mm-hmm. when they get when they're told that they're signed by the pirates. Okay, that guy looks nothing like Veer Mahan does now. <laughs> okay. He put an effort to get it in, so okay. I, I I give him a little respect for that. But yeah, uh, Saddam Singh used to play big ball, big time uh, okay. basketball. So yeah, keep that going. Uh, one more thing. Wardlow versus Spears in a cage match. Mm-hmm. Give me a number. Eight. Uh, Powerbomb Symphony. Poor Spears. Mofo is gonna... has not won a cage match. I, I don't care. Powerbomb Symphony. Spears is going to lose. <laughs> Wardlow's going to win. <laughs> So that Wardlow could fight MJF. Duh, right? This is the formula. Duh. This is why I'm not at a 10. Obviously. It's why I'm at an 8 because of this. Yeah. Wardlow's winning. 
Would you bump it up to an eight and a half if Sean Spears beat Killian Dane on Rampage tomorrow? No. Okay. Well, Sean Spears beat Big Damo, formerly known as Killian Dane. Spoiler alert, you yes. fucking asshole. <laughs> Dick. Were you going to watch tomorrow? Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm yes. still going. I am watching AEW. I'm, I'm not watching okay, WWE. Okay. <laughs> So on Fridays, if I have to choose between SmackDown and Rampage, guess what I'm choosing? Rampage. SmackDown. No, you want to see Sasha and Naomi? No, you fucking dick. <laughs> you said we weren't going to talk about WWE anymore, and you brought up SmackDown versus Rampage. The water's kicking in, isn't it? Liquid <laughs> death. You want to get down with double or nothing or what? Yes. You ready? Yes. Buy in. Buy in. Tony Nice. Okay. And Smart Mark Sterling mm-hmm. against Hook and Danhausen. Collectively, Hookhausen. Hookhausen. Number. Nine and a half. Where's the other half? I'm trying my best. Thank you. I see that. <laughs> the other half is with Smart Mark Sterling. <laughs> Smart Mark Sterling is a manager. Not a wrestler, as far as I know. Maybe he's wrestled before in indies or whatever, but for AEW rights and purposes, yeah. he's, he's a manager. He's a manager yeah. who's getting bullied by his own people that he manages. Both men and women. Yes. Cut so, the shit. So, yeah, I don't see him as a threat at all. Um. Yeah. So... Okay. Yeah, I, mm, I I think Smart Mark Sterling could have done the smart thing and found another tag team partner for... Still can. Still can. Still can. But that's where I'm at right now. Because we still I, have Friday, I, which I will not yeah. tell you anything. Okay, shut and up. Still have next week. I, 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 over the moon. This is a fucking paper or, uh, buy-in. I'm over the moon with Hookhausen. I'm so glad I get to see this. Because I'm going to be there, but if I was sitting my ass at home like normal and it was on the buy-in, I'd be fucking pissed that this isn't on the main show. This is I'm going to be so there So now anyways. you understand how I feel when I go to <laughs> Just a taste. Yeah. Just no, I get it. Bro, you act like I've never been to a wrestling show before. Cut the shit. <laughs> That's what I wanted. Uh, I got Hookhausen winning. It's obvious for Hookhausen to win. Yeah. I'm at a nine. More because of A, Tony Nese versus Hook alone. Parere, pito. No blue chew necessary. Yeah. You add in Danhausen and you sprinkle a dash of Sterling. You got something there. Yeah. I'm curious to see what it'll look like when you yeah. put it all together. Um... Yeah, the other the, the I'm at a nine. I, I wish I was higher, but again, I just need to figure out. I just need like you. We've said this on this show several times. Thirty seconds, small video package, something. The definition of Danhausen is blank. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, That's all I need. That's all okay. I need. It's you like you're riding know. the bike, but the parking yeah. brake is still yeah. dragging along. It's the emergency make the car smell funny level. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, happy for those guys to to. To have a crowd like yeah. Vegas yeah, with that heritage that AEW is cultivating with Double or Nothing, that's mm-hmm. going to be fucking... F- that, 
for fans of that of AEW, they better be careful because that's not indie stuff. That's organic. Mm. And that has the possibility to raise the bar to, to a height that a lot of people on that show are not going to be able to meet. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's fair. That's why that's it's fair. on the pre-show. Because if you're a casual they're watching... they're untested. They're, yeah. But then again, for, for us, like more specifically you that know more about Dan Housen and Hook, yeah. man, you might be like, man, yeah, I could replace three of those matches on the main roster. I would have yeah. I would have switched it and put fucking Hook Housen on there. Yeah. Get the payday. Get the attention. Get the adulation. Yes. So a lot of this stuff is still hearsay. We're going off of stuff that we've seen on television or what direction we think we're going. Because we still have a week's worth of build. Because we still have a week's worth of build. This is this is foreign to us. We don't normally do this. Um, all I'm going to say is House of Black versus Death Triangle. Six-man tag. Okay. Give me a number. Seven? I want to see... House of Black and the Varsity Blondes more. Death Triangle trying to out dark the the House of Black isn't doing it for me because it's making it seem like they're too amalgamating into one blurry thing. Like I, I want to see the contrast of like. The big, evil, scary, taking advantage of the bright and pretty. The the bright and pretty is what you have with the Varsity Blondes. Mm -hmm. And you've teased to the point of almost abandonment the shit that you're doing with Julia Hart. She has the little eye patch. And she's depressed. And she doesn't talk. And she's just sitting in the corner being all mopey. And she's just listening to Nirvana and just like... Like, her eye is obviously healed by now. You know what What kind of pushed me back on that? What? Even the even even uh, Jim Ross on commentary said this during the segment. Mm-hmm. It was awkward. Having the three guys from House of Black crowd julia because julia wouldn't turn on fucking on yeah. uh, on on pillman jr yeah and it was me as a fan it was awkward to watch yeah yeah if i was if I, this happened uh recently where i had a friend watch dynamite with me mm-hmm. and dynamite's like fucking 3d chess there are certain things if you watch wwe 20 seconds 30 seconds you could explain somebody mm-hmm AEW, you don't have that luxury. Let alone a moment like that. That would be a moment in time that not only can you not explain to someone that's watching AEW for the first time, yeah, but anyone watching pro wrestling in general. Yeah, that's going to be hard to I explain. hate to be that guy. That would have been an awesome, weird segment NWA in the 80s. Okay. AEW, 2022, the state of human rights in general, let alone... That's that's fair. That was... And and the fact that she didn't do anything about it. She was just... She just took the abuse. She was an abused woman in that ring. Whether psychologically or physically around all three of those guys just made it uncomfortable for me to 
even enjoy as a wrestling fan as a scripted live television show. I could not enjoy that. Yeah, okay. And it kind of... Okay. Yeah. So I think that feud's done for me. Okay. Now, violence versus violence, fire versus fighting fire with fire, with Death Triangle at full power, now that they got Phoenix back, this isn't Redbeard, this isn't Fuego del Sol, this isn't yeah. some Walmart brand, this is the real deal, Ray Phoenix. Mm-hmm. They're still going to lose. Okay. I don't know what the stipulation or the outcome is going to be. Um, it was teased between last night and uh, last night, which you'll see. <laughs> um, okay. But they haven't really said what the stakes are because we've gotten this already. Okay. And they've been going back and forth one-on-one or two-on-two or whatever. And now we're getting the whole, the whole kid and caboodle. Okay. But just on its face, Death Triangle and House of Black, I'm at an eight. Okay. House of Black size is just, I think if, if we're looking at it, Eastern Conference versus Western Conference, fucking House of Black's the Warriors. Yeah. And fucking Pentagon and Phoenix and Pac, they're fucking... Which isn't because of, like, their wrestling ability. Wrestling ability, you just put this on paper, you tell me the guys, like, a year ago, you tell me these are who who's fighting, yeah. I'd be like, oh, that match is gonna be tens across the board. Yeah. But... The reason why it's, it's ranking lower for me is because it's, it's the story. The House of Black is a stable that's a brooding, evil, dark, mystical stable. Yeah. The, but they haven't really overtaken anything except attempting to overtake Julia Hart, and then they didn't. And now they're 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 fighting against Penta and. and and the Lucha Bros, and did they overtake them? No. They just got more evil, and now they're just out-eviling each other, and it's like, ah, I don't like the story here. So the story's just lowering it for me. Good payoff or bad payoff if after everything I just said about the Julia Hart thing, if she's the equalizer for Abrahantes and Julia Hart debuts in the House of Black. I would absolutely fucking love it. It's what I've been waiting for the, for the last few weeks. I'm waiting for Julia Hart to stab Pillman and uh, um, Scruff. What's his name? Not Scruffy. What's his uh Griff. Griff Garrison. Griff. Yeah. I'm ready for her to, to to turn her back on him and stab him in the back and at, do something. At no point whatsoever would you consider that a carbon copy of Rhea Ripley joining Judgment Day. No, I would consider her a carbon copy of Alexa Bliss all of a sudden becoming Twisted Bliss. Okay. But I was okay, okay with it because I hadn't seen Alexa Bliss in a long time. And now she's back, so it kind of reminded me. But she has a doll, but she's not that anymore. So I'm like, okay, fine, fuck it, do it. You know? Okay. Um, But they should have done it weeks ago before... Judgment Day really kind of got there. Like, Judgment Day is Uber, whereas uh, House of Black is Lyft. Lyft had the the stuff first. They were the first company to do it, but Uber grabbed it and they ran. And, and they had a bigger market. Yeah. So they, you know, did. So it's like, ah, it sucks. But you know, we've already went over the heart finals for both sides. So we're gonna go next okay. to a big match. Okay. MJF and Wardlow. Damn, 10. 10. I'm so disappointed in you. Why? You're at 11? You fucking dick. <laughs> Two dicks. Ooh. 11. Hey. <laughs> we can make it 11 do if we, you want. Is, hey. Do we need to spend 25 minutes waxing poetically on why we feel this way, or is it like a given? I think it's kind of a given. Um, the only argument to argue against it, I kind of already did. I already brought it up earlier in the show, which is this is a carbon copy of the Labors of Jericho. 
But I already talked about how I'm okay with it because it's been done so well. So, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, I'm fine with Who's it. Who's winning? Wardlow. Wardlow's winning. I thought you said this was a carbon copy. Yeah. Wardlow's Jericho winning. Jericho didn't beat him. I know. I know. I know. Wardlow's winning. The conspiracy theorist in me that just got off of 4chan wants to say that um, MJF beats Wardlow and then three weeks later on Dynamite, MJF becomes AEW World Champion. But I'm going to dial that back and be a lot more realistic. I still think MJF is winning this. Okay. Um, It's one thing for MJF to talk himself out of a loss because he's that good he can do it. But at this point, with Wardlow being the underdog, and it's weird saying that, but Wardlow in this story is the underdog. Mm -hmm. Do you want to give him the win this fast? Yes. Strike while the iron is motherfucking hot. He is on that upward trajectory trajectory that we were talking about, where his is almost a fucking vertical line. You have him beat MJF? Fuck, dude. You have your next new baby face that you made 100% in your fucking company, which has all the, it shuts up all the naysayers. The naysayers right now of AEW are like, oh, you're only getting them in and out. You can't build your own star. Hangman sucks. This and that. No, this guy, this guy is what you're going to build AEW on. One of the big guys that you're building AEW on. Um, uh, I think, I, I know we say a lot of times that sometimes the easiest answer is the best answer, but, but. a part of me still thinks that MJF is going to get that first win. MJF could lose a thousand times to Wardlow, but as long as MJF beats Wardlow first, yeah. None of that shit is ever going to hurt MJF's rep- reputation. Yeah. And it's that's a lot more solidified than MJF being as good as he is to yeah. talk himself out of a loss. Well, see, when MJF beat Punk twice in one night, and when MJF beat Jericho, we were Here trying... Here in Houston. Yes, we were trying to establish MJF. MJF is your top heel of the company. That's not somebody that came from the outside. You can say that you built him as a heel and he is your top heel. But you have yet to build your top baby face on your own. You tried it with Moxley. You tried it with uh, um, Hangman. Uh, Omega was already a a given built in. Um, and now you're to gonna... an extent, so is Hangman because we saw him from Ring of right. Honor, and when he was the guy that nobody gave a fuck about. And you're gonna do it now, or um, you know, with all these other guys. But your own homegrown pillar, it hasn't happened yet with uh, uh, Orange. It hasn't happened yet with Sammy. It hasn't happened yet with um, you know all the other pillars. Like they've they've gone to like TNT title level status, but not like main eventer status that's what you're going to do with wardlow i see wardlow replacing a pillar i don't see him replacing mjf's spot as a pillar no i and that's not my argument my argument is mjf top heel that you've made yourself Wardlow can't come up type top baby face i agree with that i agree with that scorpio sky versus sammy guevara 
Part three. Um, nine? I'm not sure how I feel about Sammy. I understand why they had to flip him. I still want to cheer for him. But you can't cheer for the guy that proposed to his homely looking girlfriend. And I'm not saying she's ugly. I'm Again, saying, here I'm in saying, Houston. Uh, here in Houston. I'm not saying that Pam was ugly. I'm saying she was dressed homely. Yeah. Like, like just she's a, a regular, solid seven. She was like a regular person. Yeah. You know, I'm not even going to say she was a solid seven. She was dressed like a regular person, like a commoner. Right. Yeah. You know, you're going to take you're going to propose to her in the ring on the telly. Then you're going to leave her and then show up with the blazing hot new girlfriend that you're making out with. You're having sex with with the title and this and stay babyface. You can't do all that shit and stay babyface. So I get it. It was an organic heel turn that makes sense. There was no way Sammy could stay babyface. And and I like him. But then you're kind of trying to do a babyface turn with Scorpio. But Scorpio has been an established heel for this Long and him just saying, shut up, Lambert, do it my way, isn't quite enough yet for me to say that guy's the baby face because you're still carrying around Lambert, you're still carrying around all ego Ethan Page. So, I don't buy you as a baby face yet. You're trying to do two turns at the same time and they're both not fully there. The whole Sammy Guevara as a heel has to be the uh, the assumed infidelity, right? Because assumed. Sammy Guevara was a babyface yeah. on television. Tay Conti was a babyface on television. Yes. We were cheering for Tay Conti against yes. Jade Cargill. Yes. All of a sudden, we can't stand both of them. Yeah. Because you can't cheer beautiful people shoving it in your face that they're yeah. hot and they're beautiful and they're fucking... Um, but you're well. But this, myself as at a, home, my, not getting nothing. I get, it. I get enough. I get enough. Um, <laughs> Sammy is a heel. I think he's being a little lazy with it. I don't think he's building on the fact that he has the potential to be the biggest heel. I agree. I agree. That's why I'm saying it's turns that are trying to turn but not fully yet. Scorpio is a baby face. I don't think he's there there either. Again, I agree with you. But the person I'm interested in the most isn't even in this match. Who? Ethan Page has consistently been everything that he has advertised himself to be without any fallacies in that character. And that's the guy that We've been wanting him okay. to get shine for so long, and he's being—he's not. First, he was third fiddle. First, he was second fiddle to Dan Lambert, mm. and now he's being third fiddle yeah. between Scorpio the champ and then Lambert the mouth. And and also with this kind of mini feud with Kaz, he's like, "You're not even the good friend." I was his good friend before you. Yeah. So yeah, probably even fourth fiddle. Now, even yeah. fourth fiddle. I'm at a seven for this. The match itself is going to be a spectacle. But getting here? Eh. Yeah. Here's <laughs> the first time I'm saying this. I'm not sure how many more times I'm saying this. <laughs> You're going to be surprised. 
I'd rather have this on the pre-show and hook housing in, in that spot. <laughs> okay. All right. Again, TNT title. Is this match being defended on TNT television? It's being defended on a pay-per-view. So, yeah, put that shit on the pre-show and put hook housing on the pay-per-view. Okay. Uh, Cardgill? I don't know who Cardgill would go up against. She already shut up um, Marina Shafir. That didn't... It was okay, but... You could have built that up for an actual pay-per-view instead of Rampage. Got something out of it. Is it... Uh, uh, Anna J? Maybe. I'm just, I'm just digging the batting who, section. Who, who just got eliminated from the tournament? From the, the Women's Own Heart Tournament? Did anybody get eliminated that could be a good baby face to go up against? Jade? Not that I can think of. I mean, we got to be missing somebody. Like, hmm. anybody at this point getting thrown on week before against Jade, yeah. I'm going to be at like a six. And could probably be in the pre-show. Yeah, that could be in the pre-show. Okay, so you have this opinion. You're of the opinion. And Jade's winning. I don't care who she's wrestling. She's winning. Yeah, uh, show. Uh-huh. You're under the impression <laughs> now, that... Now, Porsche, her whole goal for the whole oh, week no. is to be part of the baddie section. Oh, no. She's going to try to be a part of the baddie section. No. Okay, well, I'll, I'll put it to you like this. She will not be as qualified to be on the baddie section unless you're there beside her. <laughs> yeah! You better thank that oaf that was that first week when yeah. they debuted the baddie section. It was all of this hot talent. And then Joe Schmo right in front. <laughs> and he's all in it. And then a day and a half it later. Not, it was like, it was like. <laughs> and then the next day, pictures are floating all over Facebook and Twitter. That fuck actually got a backstage picture with Cargill, and Cargill put him over as a baddie. So Porsche is like 70% by herself. The both of y'all as a unit are the 100. So she I... better make sure that you that she has you on a leash. Oh yeah. Okay. There we go. You are under the impression that we're getting with a week notice to advertise the Young Bucks and the Hardys. Mm-hmm. Anticipation level. Nine. Um, while it is a week notice, it's not a week notice. This has been kind of simmering under the radar a little bit here and there. Little Twitter jabs. Little things here. I, I mean, hell, even even on Rampage or at Dynamite last night, you know, they were talking. To, wow, looks like you're really messed up. You know, back in the the locker, the room. locker room, yeah, like they're they've been teasing this stuff. You know, so it's not just one week's notice. It's one week's notice for the match, but not for the feud. So, yeah, um, I'm at a nine. I don't know why I'm at not at a ten. I don't know. Um, I'm at a seven. Okay, and I have Bucks winning. Sure. Okay. I'm at a seven. Okay. Uh, this was awesome four years ago. <laughs> Damn. WrestleMania weekend when the Hardys dropped the belts to the Bucks in a ladder match in mm-hmm. Ring of Honor for the ROH titles, and then the next night they showed up as surprises uh, for the ladder match at WrestleMania 34. That was awesome. Yeah. Matt is nowhere near as good as he used to be alone. Remember, less than a year ago, or was it a year ago, Matt Hardy's 
head bounced off the floor like a bounce check. Yeah. And now we're bringing in Jeff? Yeah. I'm not... Jeff had a really good showing against Darby. Bill's been eh. Because there's so much around it. This is secondary compared to Undisputed Elite as a whole against Mm -hmm. each other. And then on top of that, I don't know if I want to see the Hardys wrestling in 2022 as a team anymore. Whoa! They've had a good run. They've had a shine. You would think they would try to at least put over some some talent coming behind them. You know? Yeah, the Bucks. (laughs) Give me Hardys against the Acclaim. Okay. Give me Hardys against... Private Party! I mean, there's some unfinished business there. Yeah. 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 Young Bucks? Seven. And by attrition, have Young Bucks winning. Okay. Yeah, remember, Hardy's still banged up. Yeah. And they might still bang him up even before the pay-per-view. Yeah. Yeah. So you're under that impression. Mm -hmm. I am under the impression that Red Dragon is fighting Sting and Darby Allin in a tag match. Okay. I am giving that an eight and a half. Okay. Sting is not so much an anchor of my number, but I am definitely watching that for Darby. So Darby you, against against Red Dragon. You have you have Kylo pulling double duty, losing in the tournament. Now remember, I don't have Kylo in my finals. So I have Kylo free. I have Joe and Cole in the finals. Oh, because the, so, the semis are next week. Yes. They're not at the show. No. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. So under my predictions. So let's go back to Jade. Who's going to win in this or who's going to lose in the semis that can fight Jade? So Tony, Ruby, uh, Statlander. Okay. Yeah. There's no way that I would do Britt versus fucking Jade Cargill first time ever without a two month build at least. Yeah. So what if somehow Statlander gets screwed? There it is. Statlander gets screwed because of Red Velvet. You have Statlander going up against uh, Red Velvet on like, no, 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 on like Rampage, right? Again. And then that leads into, because she's going to mop the floor with Red Velvet, then Statlander versus Jade at the pay-per-view. Okay. That's that's how it's going to be. Okay. Then fuck it. Seven. Fine, Statlander and, and uh, 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 Jay Cargill? Seven, I just said it. Seven. Eight. Okay. Yeah. And Jade's winning. No. No? I have Statlander winning. I have Jade beating Thunder Rosa. Next. What? Next. She, J- Jade? No, she has that streak I, going. It's uh, that streak. They're going to try to do a Goldberg thing with that goddamn streak. She's going to be like 105 and, and 0, and then finally she's going to lose in the Thunderdome or the Superdome at, I, in Atlanta or some shit. This might not be the most rational opinion. Jade is ready for the world title now. Okay. Out of the three so far, who do you want to see holding the AEW women's title? Thunder Rosa? Serena She's Deeb? Got it. Not Deeb. Or Jade Cargill? I'd rather see Rosa keep it for a little bit because I think that... I think that... They could bring more to the T or TBS title. Regardless, okay. I ha- I'm predicting Red Dragon against Sting and Darby. I'm at a nine. Okay, how about you? 
Red Dragon, uh, Stinking Dark, uh, uh, seven. I've got Dragon winning. I've got Dragon winning. All right. If triple, that match happens. Triple threat. Mm-hmm. Jungle Express, mm-hmm. Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Mm-hmm. And Team Taz. Team Taz. Number. Damn, this shit's fucking good. Eight and a half? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for triple threats. Uh, Is that your favorite type of match? Tag team triple threats can be hit or miss, depending if they are doing it tornado rules or if they're going to do the tag rules, which I think tag rules in a triple threat is dumb, yeah. but they I don't know. Um, if it's AEW. It, no one respects yeah. the ref anyway. If it is uh, revealed to be elimination, boop, I'm already jumping up a little bit on my, on my rating. Um, I wish that I was higher for this... And I think it's going to because, be because of Swerve and Keith. I'm of the opinion that Swerve and Keith should not be a tag team. Do they work well together? Yes. Was this a good introduction? Yes. Does this work so that they could feud with Team Taz? Yes. Team, I don't want them to be an established tag team with the tag titles. There's, they should be an established friendship. Where Keith goes yes. after TBS, Swerve yeah. goes after after FTW. Or yeah, yeah. Or vice versa. Yeah, yeah. And assume that they have a friendship that exists, they have each other's back. And the jungle ponies keep their titles. I've got I I would like Team Taz to have the titles. I don't think Team Taz needs the tag team titles, especially with Tony Starks running around with the FTW titles stuff. Yeah, but that belt means nothing. According to uh Christian? Yeah. But according to me, as someone that watches the show every week, it paid money to see it yesterday. The titles actually have been defended. Unlike some other people I know that just carry around a belt the that ti- hasn't been defended, but you know, I digress. Or leave it on tables and walk out, right? Yeah. Uh, I will say that I don't care that he does that he has the FTW title. I don't see him as a champion, but goddamn Ricky Starks is doing fucking good. Oh, he is. I love his promo skills. I love his look, I love his music. I don't care if he's copying the rock. Or making it his own. It's fucking good. Yeah. I'm <laughs> Scott, y'all oh, crazy shit. Sting and Darby Allen have been colder for months. <laughs> it's all the snow. All right. What's uh, up, Scott? Scott from Scotland. How you doing? Uh I, I d- miss you, Scott. I haven't seen you in forever. You should come watch Double or Nothing with us. <laughs> hey, you fucking Vegas. Fuck you. You come watch Double or Nothing with us. I, I can't get a cheap flight like I used to. I, 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 I With all the times you've been traveling, I know that there's got to be one or two stewardesses that you could bang that I'm sure that'll let you fly the skies. Or a steward. Um, yes. <laughs> Somebody. Anybody. I will say this. Bang something, man. Up until last week, I still had the Tuesday after Memorial Day off. With the intent that I was going to be in Vegas this weekend. Yeah. So I was still trying to find a way, hell or high water, to get there. But I threw in the towel. Scott's got money? Just bang him and then he'll let you go? (laughs) I think Sam would get very jealous. I have a bold prediction that that FTW title is going to mean something. Okay. When Ricky Starks has to defend that title against a wrestler that was destined to hold it. Hook. What side would Taz be on? His team or his son? Oh, that's delicious. Ooh, I like it. I like it a lot. I like it. Yeah. 
I've got Team Taz winning the tag titles. I'm at an eight. Okay. Thunder Rosa, Serena Deeb for the ladies. For the AEW world title. I was at a five, but after last night, I'm saying I'm at a, at a solid seven. Uh, again, it's mostly because of Serena Deeb. I, I really like Thunder Rosa. I think that she can be a little loose, a little sloppy in matches from time to time. But I think it's just that Mexican wrestling, lucha wrestling style that she has a lot of that sometimes is a little loose, you know. Um, but I, I respect it. I like her. I still uh, you know, look forward to seeing her. And Serena, she brought me around. So that's why I'm not at a five. I'm at a seven. I would, on the contrary, I Rosa's would, winning. I would like Thunder Rosa to do more, to have more of her MMA mindset, MMA background, and instead of being that loose, botchy luchador style, yeah, is be a little more stiffer with the women. Um, okay. I've been a proponent on this show for a long time that the girls have been deserving of the equal dues as the as the guys have. The times that they have it best is when they're just as stiff or just as, ooh, that could have been ugly, but that looked really well. Yeah. Sasha Bianca WrestleMania stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot, even now in, profession, in, in women's wrestling, whether it's WWE or AEW, there's still a lot more choreography mm-hmm. and much less, oh, she got fucking hit hard. Mm. Oh, this is going to be nasty. Nasty. If Serena Deeb can hang with the nasty, she's the, she's, the, she's had some pretty rough matches. The stuff with Hikaru really won me over with Serena Deeb. That she can work a stiffer style, a lot more. I hate to say this, a lot more realistic style that get, gets a lot of men's matches over. And if Thunder yeah. Rosa could lean on the MMA stuff a bit and be a little snug. And maybe have some mm-hmm. moments where I know wrestling is supposed to be like a dance, but that looked ugly. If they can give a little bit of that Sasha Bianca from Mania where the botches were close, mm-hmm. but the fact that they were able to save it yeah. made it look a little realistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they can have that, I'd be at a fucking 11 for and, it. And you think Serena could snug it up a little bit with and Rosa? Can with Rosa. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's an aspect I didn't really think of. You know, maybe maybe Serena is leading Rosa in the match. Yeah. You know, even though Rosa's the champ, you know, Serena leads. Like, yeah. I mean, she, she is the heel, and she's the more veteran of the two. So, yeah. Just, just as an example, the cage match between Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa, where Britt Baker lost the title, it, it came across as safe. Because there were a lot of botches that were mm-hmm. actual botches, and there were stuff where you could tell that they were taking care of each other a little bit. Yeah, that St. Patrick's Day match that and that they made yeah. into dynamite was fugly ugly to the point that it made both of them over. Yeah, that's the kind of physicality, not so much the hardcore style, but the expressions, the looks, the bruises mm-hmm. in an actual wrestling match that guys have very often, especially in AEW. I would like to see that out of Serena Deeb and Thunder Rosa. That could fucking possibly steal the whole show. Okay. Even Punk and Punk and Hangman, you're you're watching that mostly because of the popularity of fucking CM Punk and right. Hangman. But in ring, we don't know what they look like. Yeah. These two could probably match wise could pull something that 
could possibly dwarf the main event if they have that. You know what? You got an extra half a point out of me. You hyped me up. <laughs> what was I before? Seven? I'm seven a seven and a half. Oh, oh, I'm up to an eight. There you, you go. You got me just a you little bit more. You turned that eight sideways and then... Yeah. Um, Scott the Scott says, Y'all tried Pepsi Nitro? Nothing beats talking wrestling like an ice cold Pepsi Nitro. I forgot to buy him one. That was the original offering before I... Besides you got a fucking pay. sponsorship or something, Scott? What the fuck? <laughs> we uh the road trip to Springfield they bought a can of nitro. Oh yeah. I, I guess ever since then they've been drinking it. Man, you know I wouldn't be drinking that shit. It's got too much caffeine. Fuck out of here with that. Not to mention apparently the right way to drink it, they have this the 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 uh, uh you put the, a tube on the end then you shove the tube up your ass. Guinness cans oh. have this little thing in the can uh-huh. that keeps it carbonated or something. Oh. So you're not supposed to just pop it and drink it. You're supposed to pop it and pour it in a glass like a beer uh-huh. so that you get the best taste out of it. So next time, if you find one, or I'll, I'll find here. one for next week. Get the fuck out of here. No, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to drink that much caffeine. Hey, like you're a night. CM Punk fan. You have to drink a Pepsi. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. I don't. <laughs> Some bitch. Page, punk, number, go. <sighs> my body is telling me no. But, but my your balls. telling me yes. I want to say that I'm at like an eight, but I can't help but say that I'm really at a ten. And I think it's... A what? A ten. Yeah. Like, like I, I, on paper, I want to say I'm not excited for this because... Uh, Hangman's run has been lackluster. Uh, and in ring, I don't think that they're going to mesh very well. That it's going to... Like, I like Punk. I like Hangman. I can't picture them together. I don't know what it looks like. Like how you just said a little while ago. Is this the Chris theory? What's the Chris theory? If I was sitting at home, I'd be a party at a six. No. But I'm going to be there, no. so... No, 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 no. Because I haven't done that at all tonight. You haven't. No, the only one I've kind of gotten close to was the Hookhausen match. But the only reason why I'm, I'm, oh, I'm glad I'm there is because if I wasn't there, I wouldn't see it at all. Yeah. Right? You wouldn't make the effort to watch it? Maybe, maybe not. Okay. I get you. But it'd be harder to see it, right? But I haven't done that at all tonight, right? And I don't think that's what this is. I think for me, it's just my my geekiness for punk. I've just loved You've been CM a punk guy forever. I've loved punk so much, uh, and I, I've even sitting here during that that seven year hiatus where we had to like talk about, oh my god, he left. I can't believe he left. Wow, he really got screwed. Hey, he's kind of an asshole. Oh god, he's gonna try MMA. God, he's a dumbass. Why did he do MMA? We were I, hope, I know that we're not gonna see him again, so I'm glad I'm not seeing him again. I'm okay. Holy fuck, he's coming back. He's not coming back. Wait, he is coming back? Holy fuck, he's back? Like, that whole journey of the last almost a decade. Eight years. We yeah. were at that Mania 30 the main that punk left months before yeah and now 2022 he's main eventing for a world title in professional wrestling and you're gonna be there for and that. i i think i think that's what's got me excited that it's just the journey of punk while yeah the hangman side of things isn't very it hasn't been that good of a run i still like him as a wrestler and while on paper i don't think this match will be a banger I'm very invested in CM Punk. <laughs> that was vanilla. 
Yeah, so I think that's why I'm at a 10. So I'm at a 9. Okay. Um, let me give you a... What's sim- keeping you? You bitch. What's keeping me? I totally derailed you by asking that question. Forget that. Rewind. I'll what were you going to say? I'll come back to that. What were you going to say? Let me provide a scenario for okay, you. Okay, give me the scenario. Because you you're expecting Punk to win. I am. I think Punk's winning this. Okay. Using your terminology that you've tried using a lot tonight. Okay. You remember that one time the Golden State Warriors blew a 3-1 lead? Yeah. Yeah. What if he loses? Oh my god. <laughs> my mind is going to be blown. And holy shit. Is that maybe now, that's what it's that, going to take to get Hangman Hangman's run to be like, "Okay, fuck. All right, Hangman." You know? That might be the thing that gets me on on the Hangman bandwagon. And I don't know how this is going to play out as far as like who's actually going to be the heel or the face. If this is a heel turn for Hangman and he wins through shenanigans, oh, fuck. You know? They're already beating other people with each other's moves. Yeah, and Hangman was kind of a dick last week. So... Yeah, I might be playing. You no, know, other people when other people borrow my moves, sometimes they get angry. I call I think I call it a sign of respect. Yes. <laughs> like, he's he brilliant. Out, he, you saw what he did. He called out Kenta with that little I know, there. I know you did that too. <laughs> I know. I know. It was nice. Punk needs to win. Paige is boring, says Scott the Scott from Scott. I'm getting there. Dude, Scott, this Blackberry Bramble. Oh, I'm so glad I brought this home. Um what if Punk lost? Okay. Ugh. It wouldn't be the first time Punk's lost. Would it be too soon to, for Punk to become a heel in AEW if he loses? I don't think any time is too soon for CM Punk to be a heel. CM Punk can be a heel wherever, whenever. He said it when he first came back. Like, he's going to try to soak up the adulation as much as he can. But eventually, you guys are going to get sick of me. Mm-hmm. And we're starting to get to that point where it's not like the welcome back tour anymore. He's not coming out with like, man, it's great to hear this again. We're kind of past that honeymoon phase. So how quick? It's, how quick is he going to, you know? It's also that old school mentality of wrestling. Does Punk have a better opportunity at being the best face AEW has to offer? Maybe. Or does he have the best opportunity to be the best heel AEW has to offer? Do you think he can outheal MJF? Right now, know. right now, regardless of what kind of combination or balance, do you think they CM keep Punk can away. outheal Jericho? They, they keep him away from each other. Keep keep Punk and MJF away from each other. They already had their little entanglement. Right? They don't need to go back. So keep building MJF. Keep building him. Keep building. He's Goldberg. You got Hogan over here. Hogan, NWO, they got the titles and so that. But Goldberg is doing his own thing. It's a two-hour show. One could be on hour one. The other could be on hour two. It's fine. There's room. There's room. You know, they don't need to tangle again. Okay. Good. <laughs> What if Punk cheats to win? Then we get Paige chasing. Possibly. 
Fuck it. I got Hangman winning. Okay. Hangman wins. <laughs> by hook or by crook? Which one? By pure gumption. By the skin of his gumption. teeth. Gumption. By the skin of his teeth. Cojones. By huevos. A handful of cowboy shit. Oh my god. Okay. Saddle up, son. Right. You're in for a long week. Yep. You're in for a long week. Yep. <laughs> Overall, number nine and a half. Um, there's a couple of lows, a couple of unexpecteds, a couple of, I don't know if I would Genesis do that. Was, yeah, I don't still, know, like, Rapungi Vice, I don't care with the, uh, you know, F- FTR, but, you know, there's a few things. For the most part, I'm excited as shit. Now, I think I might have a little bit of the opposite of the Chris thing about me being in the arena. Because I don't know what the seat's going to be like. There's going to be a lot of people. I would have already been to Dynamite and Rampage. And, oh, God, I'm going to be fucking tired. You know, I'm going to be walking a lot because, it's you know, we don't have a car. We're going to be, you know, walking up and down the strip. It's going to be hot. There's going to be humanoids that don't know how to wear fucking deodorant. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not, mm, can I you know? Can I give you something that you haven't really considered yet that might ease the burden on you a lot? Not sleeping in my own bed, in a hotel bed. Yeah. What? You're in Vegas. I am in Vegas. I don't like to gamble. No. I don't have money. I don't drink. You're in Vegas. Yes. You know what the caveat of Vegas is? What? They're two hours behind. Yeah. So you're going to be at that show at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. High chances are, by the time that show's over, you're going to come out of that arena and there's still going to be sunlight. So you are not going to be okay. as exhausted or gassed as you would have, say, Brooklyn, NXT TakeOver New York, <laughs> 7 to midnight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Going out and it's fucking dark. Your yeah. bedtime's before yeah. the title match. Yeah. Vegas, you're going to feel it. And Vegas is a dry heat. It's not humid. So yeah. don't let that number fool you. You're you you're at you're gonna you're gonna feel like it's a fucking beach vacation in Vegas okay. compared to what we're already yeah this week this I've week got, has been all oh. I've gotten out of my apartment at eight in the morning and it's already eighty eighty two yeah. you already got swamp ass God fuck yeah. yeah I have to shower before before I leave to go to work and then when I get home oh. because I don't keep the AC on so I'm walking in it's ninety. Yeah. So I got to get two bottles of water and a couple of spoonfuls of cookies and cream ice cream. Then go in the bathroom yeah. and cool off. So yeah. by the time I get out, it's 80-something. Yeah. You're going to be all right in Vegas. Okay. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> and I'm going to miss commentary. That's the other thing. I'm going to miss commentary. Yeah. But okay. That's it. I did, Chris. But I am kind of excited to see it. I, right. Yeah. I don't know. I just... I seeing CM Punk win a world title... His first world title in AEW. Ooh, I'm excited about that. You know, maybe or that's, being in yeah. Vegas for a, ri- a COVID riot and Punk loses. A COVID riot. Yes. <laughs> one more thing. Oh, one more thing. So you get to pass my bedtime. Goddamn. Chronological order. Mm-hmm. We talked about dynamite last night. Yeah. We talked about double or nothing week in Vegas. Yeah. AEW's next big bet. What did you think about the announcement of Forbidden Door? 
I I mean, cool. Um, it's something I think that's not necessarily overdue, but like we all saw this coming. At some point, there was going to be some sort of crossover with other promotions. Some something like this was going to happen. Uh, I'm glad that they put a name on it and they put a date on it. This is cool. like it's. I think the the rivalry we is not overdue. It's due. It came at about the right time. Okay. Um, so pre-sales sold out in an hour. Mm-hmm. General sales sold out in less than an hour. Okay. Um, it's it's huge. I um, am jealous that I can't make that either. <laughs> Why not? I was in Springfield when the pre-sale happened. Oh. And I forgot the morning that the sale mm. went on. So by the time I checked the website, they're all gone. Damn. Even the one seats. If mm. I were to go alone, which even then, driving to Chicago with the way gas prices are now. Yeah. Flying yeah. to Chicago during the summer, the way fuel prices are now. Mm. Because of the whole Russia thing, it's also affecting uh, jet fuel. Jet for fuel, people yeah. that don't understand yeah, yeah. that. And yeah. But it doesn't melt steel, steel beams. Well, apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I didn't really want to go out there alone, so I figured, yeah. fuck it, I'll just let that one go. Mm-hmm. I can't make everything. I've got some good ones on my resume, but I can't go. Anywhere. Yeah, he doesn't want to do that menage un. But uh, <laughs> dude, there's dream matches galore. Like there's a there's wrestlers already calling their shots. I think even before Forbidden Door got announced, um. Punk kind of challenged Okada whenever you want to make a big deal in the United States, yeah. you could come find me. Here's my address. Yeah. And it was the address of the United Center yeah, where they're yeah. having Forbidden Door. Yeah. Uh, the only, I don't want to say it as a detriment, but the rosters are so stacked. And seeing how New Japan technically runs, even when they had, New Japan had the, the, the third night of Wrestle Kingdom with yeah. Noah. There were a lot of eight man and ten man tag matches, yeah, yep, yep, because yep. you could only do so much with a three hour or four hour show that you can't really make seventeen singles matches because you're not going to have the time. Yeah, and all these fans or champ, the attention, from all these the fans, fans that chant "Fight Forever," they really can't. They, they, yeah, they I can't. don't think there's enough blue chew to I watch that whole hate. thing without it falling off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For the last more than four hours, you got to call a doctor. Give me a dream match. Yeah. You, give me a dream match. Make a match for, for Forbidden Door. You know, I think I'd rather see uh, Punk and um, Kenta. Battle of the GTSs. Wow. I'd rather see that than Okada. Like, if you're going to use Okada, Okada versus Hangman. Interesting. I like that. Yeah, you got the buck, like the that. buckshot versus the short arm lariat. The rainmaker. Yeah, the rainmaker. Yeah. Buckshot versus rainmaker. Yeah. I'll give you one fantasy okay. one, assuming the all the stars align. But the way they announced Forbidden Door was Adam Cole was on the screen and he announced the show, and then he said that it's all about uh, undisputed and, and the Bullet Club, Bullet Club and then Jay yeah. White. So I would think that the beginning of the dissension of Undisputed Elite would be, for the main event, a tag match. Adam Cole and Jay White against the Golden Lovers 
Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi. Ooh. Jay White and Kota can push that on the New Japan stuff. Ooh. Adam Cole and Kenny can push the stuff on AEW. Okay. okay. Bring it together at the pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Especially if we're going on the pretense that we're not going to have 17 singles. We're going to have to double up and we have to menage a bunch of this stuff. That would be a badass main event, that tag match between Golden Lovers, an established New Japan team, yet they're on separate brands against the Bullet Club that Adam Cole's been a part of with Jay White. And yeah. Well, G.O.D. versus the Bucks. It's been done. Okay. Now it's pay per view. Gorillas of Destiny against the Briscoes. Okay, cool. <laughs> what I was going to say is that where I thought you were initially going to go was Undisputed Elite versus Bullet Club proper. Like whoever's left oh, of the Bullet Jay Club. Oh, Jay White right and uh, Good Brothers and uh, yeah. G.O.D. against. Yeah. Uh, on paper, that would look nice. But is this Forbidden Door a one night thing or are we using yeah. that as a springboard to further highlight? What we're doing in New Japan mm-hmm. so that we can go back to our subscriptions. Yeah. And what we're doing to AEW so that we can continue watching AEW. Juice versus Starks. You don't like that? Juice Robinson versus Ricky Starks? If you haven't noticed, Juice just recently joined the Bullet Club. So it's heel on heel. So? Eh. Huh? Mm. I would say... Everybody in New Japan's a fucking heel. They're foreigners. I would say the ba- <laughs> bastard... <laughs> This wouldn't happen, but in a perf- in a in a perfect world, building up, mm-hmm. battle of John Moxley's proteges, Shooter Umina, Wheeler Yuta. Shooter versus Wheeler, cool. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I mean, you gotta have you, you gotta have Zack Saber or Osprey fighting somebody. Ooh. A part of me wants to say Tanahashi against Brian Danielson. What? But then again, Brian Danielson against fucking uh, Zack Sabre Zach would be good. Mm-hmm. Especially if that leads to Zack Sabre being in the Blackpool Combat Club. Oh! William Regal and Umina and Mox. That- <laughs> Scott says, does that make me a heel? Yes, Scott. <laughs> That makes we know you, so that makes you an anti-hero. There's a difference. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, he likes to straddle the Mm. line. Oh, I bet he does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Gundam style. Hi. Um, I like your idea of Okada and Hangman. Okay. Especially if Hangman's not the champ, Hangman can challenge for the New Japan title. Okay. Which means... Tanahashi versus Punk for the AEW title? In Punk's hometown? Man. Or Punk versus Osprey? Fuck. (laughs) There's been some shit talk between Punk and Osprey on the Twitter machine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can make that go. You can let that go. Yeah. There's a lot of possibilities, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are we done? We could be if you would like to make an outro greeting and tell everybody goodbye and then we hit stop hitting the record button and we get the hell out of here. All right. It's been I, 400. It's been 400. Holy shit. 400 episodes. I can't believe it. How many more do you think you got in the tank? Probably one. <laughs> so two weeks. When you come back, I'm going to crack your brain open, spill yeah. it over the table, and yeah. we're going to dissect everything you saw. Yes. At yes. Double or Nothing. Yes.
Sound like a plan? Sounds like a plan. Done. All right. Adios, my friends. Keep it classy.